What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another edition of the Heart Count, huh? On this fine October 11th. It's exactly 9.17 p.m. Look at this guy. What's with the weight? It's been hours now. Vic. I'm just catching up with this, trying to catch up with this game right here, this Yankee game with the Guardians. Uh, this is a close. This is going to be. This is playoff time, man. This is uh, this is for the breath. I'm not going to lie. This the focus is a little split. Is this a base? Is this a football show? See, even there, I was about to make the mistake. Of course it is. And we're going to break everything down. But if you think I'm not paying attention to my boys right now, you're out of your mind. But Vic, hey, listen. You know what they say? It's better late than never, my guy. Better late than never. CJ, how you doing there, boss? Doing great, doing great. Glad to chop it up with you, man. Uh, that weekend was good. Pat's got the dub. Nick's playing well, so all is well, man. Oh, how about you? You know, living the dream. Noah uh, didn't have class Monday because it's our fall break. Don't even know what that means. Um, so we have Monday, Tuesday off. I don't have classes on Tuesday anyway. Had to hit the dentist today. Never a fun time. But, uh, you know, nice little cleaning that I get every, you know, six months. Shout out to the insurance. But uh, other than that, the focus is a little off with this Yankee game going on. I'm locked in, but I'm locked into this show because that's what our people deserve. And that's what my guy CJ deserves as well. Now, CJ, I got a little question for you. You want to just jump right in or do or you got to start with the with Matt Rule and some of the rumors coming out of Carolina? Yeah, let's get right to it. Yeah, Matt Rule got fired. One and four start with the Panthers. Correct, right? Yep, I do believe so. One and four. They went one and four. And yeah, he just really didn't do enough to keep his job. Obviously, they don't have a quarterback. They don't have a franchise quarterback. So that's going to happen, unfortunately. I'm taking Uh, the L on Baker. He's going to take the – he's going to – he's getting like – He's going to still get his money, and he's going to go be a college coach. So I he's think, good. He, he's all right. I think he'll I saw he's right. making about $896,000 a month for the next 48 months. Yeah, like he'll be all right. Like I'm not, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Nobody's worried about him. Yeah. So it comes with the territory. It's a business. It's cutthroat. Just like players, players get cut, coaches get fired. It's a business. If you don't produce, you got to go. And he didn't produce well enough to uh, the, the owner's standards. And and, and that's what's going to happen. That's time for a new change, and we'll see who they bring in. Well, I think they already um... – But at the end of the day, at some point, they have to get a quarterback. <laughs> that's the only way you can compete in this league. It looks like they're going to have a top five draft pick, so they're going to have some decisions to make there. I do believe that they already brought in Steve Wilkes, who was that's might sound familiar. He was the uh, let's be honest, stopgap coach over there and with with uh, the Cardinals before uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury got brought in. Obviously, had Josh Rosen for that one year. <laughs> we all know how that worked out. Josh Rosen is now Mister Practice Squad, um, but. They had to fire. I mean, it wasn't working, obviously. They hadn't – I believe they had never won a game in Carolina with him as the head coach where the opposing team scored over 17 points. And I mean, I got something to tell you. A little hint here. 
the league is, you know, an offensive league now. And um, you're not holding too many teams to under 17 unless they're pretty bad or your defense just decides to play out of their minds that day. And if you're not putting up any points, like 17, that's not like I, I don't I'm serious. I don't know if the worst team in the league scores 17 points a game. Like maybe. So your defense has to play out of its mind or they somebody has to have a bad day. But I don't think they won a game with a team scoring over 17 points. So Matt Rule had to leave. The defensive coordinator also got fired, I believe. Um, but the thing that I'm very intrigued in that's coming out of Carolina is the fact that uh looks like they might be doing a little fire sale over there, CJ. I mean, listen, team's not good. Um, Baker is now going to be out a couple weeks with that sprained ankle. Uh, Sam Darnold is still on the IR. You just fired your coach. They're just going to try and do a nosedive because seeing on Twitter that DJ Moore getting some calls from people. Mr. Christian McCaffrey, they're they're getting phone calls about. And let me tell you, the first team I saw that's interested somewhat in McCaffrey, do you see that, CJ, is the Bills? Could you imagine? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, yeah, I'm good. That I, uh, listen, we talk oh, about you know how hard it is to cover people at, at this point now. Imagine an RPO with Josh Allen, CMC, and then the pass option is Stephon Diggs. And then, by the way, Gabriel Davis came out with three catches for about 260 yards and two touchdowns. Like, that's a uh, that's a tough cover. So, I don't know where these teams are not where these teams where these players are going to go. Um, as we have our Baker tries to make plenty of moves to try to get better. The coach isn't remotely turning it around and getting W's. Yeah, he's fired. Yeah, Baker's not good. Um, well, at least hasn't been this year. You know, last year I was – I didn't want to say anything too crazy because, listen, he was hurt, like very, very hurt. This year he wasn't. Um, I guess you can say if you really want to be a Baker apologist, make excuses that, like, you know, he got traded there pretty late and he had to figure out the offense. But, I mean, it's week five. Like you've had, you've had, you know, the tail end of training camp, you had the preseason, you had the first five weeks of the season and they're just not scoring. They're not scoring. They're not playing very well. So obviously he's going to end up getting fired and Baker, you know, listen, I don't even know if he's going to come when he comes back off the IR. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's getting that job back. Exactly. They were showing a lot of – listen, the broadcast was showing a lot of clips of Sam Darnold standing on the sideline. And I said earlier in the year that I, that I could not think that Sam could ever get the job back just because of how bad he was. And, like, if you know he's bad, what's the point of even giving him the job back? I told you, bro. I told God, you, man. Listen, I'll admit when I'm wrong. You know, I'll it's admit. the football IQ. It's CJ smarter than me. See, he just said it. Nah, it's... I'm just saying is this <laughs> – Everybody has it. Just got to unlock it. Yeah, so that was uh, – look at this. Geno's football. MVP and my Cowboys are better without Dak. Hey, it's getting, getting a little loud about that Cooper Rush, man. I can't – Cooper Rush literally just changed his entire family's legacy. Not even legacy. I shouldn't say that. Entire family's pay, payroll. That man – because of these of going five and zero as a star in the NFL, 
will never not have a job in the NFL for as long as he wants now. I'm telling you right now. He will be a backup any with any team, and I guarantee you some team will give him a starting opportunity. I can see it. Yeah, Am I, I can wrong? See it. I can see it as well. No, no, no. He's definitely going to get it back. It's amazing. Ah. He's and then he'll probably go somewhere and be terrible, and we'll talk about how he robbed him. Uh, but, uh, I mean, who knows? Who knows? He's, he's, I mean, he's just doing his job. He's not really doing anything spectacular. I feel like Dak could come in there and do the same exact thing. If he just, if they ran the football like how they're running the football, Dak, it should be easy for Dak. They weren't really running the football like that when Dak was in there. So now that they're running the football, Pollard got it going. Dak should just make the right reads, be accurate with the football, be smart with the football. That's it. If not, it's going to get a spot ran. Simple like that. It's a business. I feel like Baker was overrated and overwhelmed from his first day at rookie training camp. Now the Cougar Hunter, he's unlocked his potential with his refined taste. Pollard better than Elliot. Listen, I wasn't, I wasn't, I mean, I was kind of on the bandwagon. I'm there now. They compliment like, each they compliment each other. I mean, I mean, I say this a lot on the show, but you cannot underrate, uh, you can't overlook Ezekiel Elliott's pass protection on third no. down. You're absolutely like correct. That. So and passed on pass downs, his ability to protect the, the quarterback at the running back position. So when you just say Pollard Elliott and what the things Zeke has done in the league, that's tough to say. I just I'ma still go Zeke. But I like Pollard. He's good. He brings that definitely that Change different dynamic. He brings that dynamic. Yeah, they complement each other. It's perfect. It's perfect. You compliment each other. He's gonna have to pay Pollard as well. Simple as that. Give him the bag. He's running for the he's running for the bag right now, and he's he's gonna get it. He's gonna get an extension from somebody. So salute to that brother. All right, Caesar, you want to jump in all this, huh? To go it. into week five, we'll start off with the Thursday night game. That oh brother, oh brother. We talked about that Sunday night game that put a lot of uh, people to sleep. Listen, I was wa- actually watching our show from last week back, and I said it. I predicted it. I said this was going to be a snooze fest. I said, I, and he was like, he was like, let's hope not. I was like, let's hope not. But I was like, yeah, I don't know. And lo and behold, wow. Not a touchdown scored. I mean, I, I, I don't yeah, know. I mean, I, it's like if we didn't cover the game, I wouldn't watch. If we didn't cover the NFL, I wouldn't have watched that game. You see, see, this is the yeah, bad part about it. Listen, CJ, it's possible that I'm just an idiot. Was, this is a, it's a bad game, man. Like, it's possible that I'm just an idiot. Don't get me wrong. Because I still would have watched this game. That's the hold the NFL has over me. I'm telling you. Nah, the NFL doesn't have a hold over me like that. Oh, no. Like I said, if we wasn't covering the NFL, if you, if you, like, look, if you wasn't doing the show, I would not. There's no way I'm watching that game, bro. After, like, the first quarter, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And honestly, I was kind of leaning that way, but I'm like, you know what? Let me watch the game. Let me see what happens. Let me see if Russell, let me see if the offense, let me see if they get some drives together consistently. Let me see that firsthand. You know what I mean? Let me see that live for myself. So that's when I was like, all right, let me watch it. But this was just the same thing. Like, so Thursday was a bad look for Russ. Listen, worse. it's a bad look for the franchise 
Russ is confused in Denver. Like still very early, still very early to it, say. It, it is very early, but it's Only getting five it's getting games late. into his career as a Bronco. Only but it's getting late games. early. It's getting five, late early. Five five games into his career as a Bronco, we we're gonna say it's gonna be a failure after five games. All right, I'm not saying failure. That's crazy. That's a that's crazy. Listen, I understand they are struggling. Don't get me wrong, but to say they're gonna be. What, a safari after five games? Are you serious? Got 12 games left in the season. Anything can happen. What's are they two? Like I said, even if it even if it is a two and three. Yeah, I think two and three. Two and three, okay. And, he, and then they were in all of those games. Oh, it wasn't like they, they got blown won. out. It was, yeah, it was not like they got blown out. You know what I mean? So just this, to say this is gonna be a failure and all these people are already jumping off the I mean, I was I just wanted to see it. Like I said, you know, us we 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 see it for ourselves. We make our predictions, but we still we trust the game for for being pure as itself. The dude is missing wide open receivers in the red zone, and it's a hot read. Nah, that's bad. I yeah, will he say gotta, he just got to lock in. He just got to lock in. It's that simple. You, everybody goes through ups and downs at their job, in their life, in their career. He's going through one of those situations right now. Everybody has a bad day at work. Everybody has a bad couple of days at work. We just human, man. So we'll see if he responds. That's it. Uh, we know what he's done in the league so far. He's a future Hall of Famer. So I think we should just relax on the, you know, calling him washed. And this is I, I will like, say that's that, crazy. That red zone interception in the fourth quarter where they were going to score the field goal to probably win the game 12 9. I mean, no, they should have won the game. He, that, he, made some, he made some bad reads. Don't get me wrong. His, his but that interception is one of the worst picks I've seen. It's right up. And listen, the next game too with Jacoby Brissett, his his uh, interception in yeah, the end zone, uh, terrible. Wow, they're 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 a really good team. If, but man. I mean, and and here's the thing that I don't understand. Like, and we've talked about this a few times, CJ. Like, you've had this time with Russ, like, and you. And, Here's the thing, like you he wasn't going into a team that didn't have anybody. Like the Broncos do have Judy, who you know was they always said was a pretty good route runner. Listen, I am not that high on Judy anymore, though. Like Judy coming out of the draft, everybody thought it was gonna be amazing. I thought he had some potential. Judy is not that guy, let me tell you, pal. Um Cortland yeah, Sutton, I mean, again no, for I think me Corlin too, Sutton like is pretty solid. And like none of these guys are doing anything though. And I don't know if it's their fault. I don't know if it's Russ's fault. I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator's fault, but they got to change something because the one game that they've looked good in was the Raider game, which they ended up still losing. And I think that was – is that the only game they even scored anything into the 20s in? Yeah. And, I mean, that's that's awful. Like, it's, I know scoring is down in the NFL this year, but it ain't down that much. So and – here, and here's what I think is going to happen, though. They're two and three right now. I don't know when their bye week is. I absolutely predict coming out of the bye week they get hot. I'll, I'll say it because I I don't think it's going to be the same thing as what happened. You, you if you remember with the Bucks, you know Brady goes over there. Bruce Arians is trying to run his offense where they want to throw the ball downfield, take these big shots all the time, and Brady's doing it. And but they're not really succeeding. What were they like six and five? At their bye week or something like that, they they weren't they weren't you know seven, the team that they five, yeah five they weren't they weren't the team that they turned into. Right. I think in the bye week they sit down and they go, listen, we've tried this for this amount of time, and Russ is going to say, just just give me just give me a week of running some some of the stuff that I like more and doing some of the stuff that I like more 
and we'll see how it goes. If it doesn't work, we can we can try and go back to your way, and I'll and I'll really dive into it. And not and I'm not saying that he's not diving into it now. Obviously, he's trying, but like give me give me a couple weeks. Give me let me call some plays that I like. You know, you think of you think of that clip with Bledsoe and Brady on the sideline where Bledsoe goes. T- tell me, rookie. You know what? What plays do you like? And Brady, oh, I like right, the yeah. I like the sticks and you know the over. Blah, blah, blah. like let Russ and Hackett do that. NFL films, classic, oh, classic. You can't yeah, watch if you don't if you don't know. Yeah, man. If you if you don't know that clip, you're not a Brady fan. Simple as that. If you don't know that clip, you're not a Brady fan. They aren't doing anything because Russ can't even hit his first read. When a receiver beats man coverage in the red zone and no one's playing over the top, you can't get more simple than that. Listen, it's not to say that he's not struggling. He is. It's good and, points, man. Those are good points. And he, I will say the one thing I do hate, and I mean, I guess I can't really hate it, but it, it still annoys me. He's had, he's played bad, and now it's, well, he tore something in his shoulder against the Raiders. What if he did, though? Like, what no, if no, he did? no, no, no. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. That, that could thing. be really a real reason. As to no, no, I agree. I agree. But I just don't like it because I can guarantee you if they were winning, they would nobody would hear about it. But clearly, but they're not. So and, I know. And that's what I'm saying. And they're, just and they're right in they're right there. So it's and we're saying something's missing. So is it an injury? And it seems to be that seems to be the case. So I don't know if he's gonna play through it. I don't know if he's gonna get the PT. Rizzo. Let's go. I didn't want to spoil Rizzo. it for you. I tried Let's so hard go. not to say anything. Four one, baby. Let's go. Things Let's that you go. love to see. I didn't want wow. to see CJ the amount of restraint it took for me to not celebrate when that yeah. ball went out. Just for you, pal. I'm doing this for you, my guy. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah, I don't know why I did it. We both in New York. I don't know why I guess the delay, but well, do you have do you have cable? Oh, yeah, I got I got the spectrum, spectrum app. Ah, that's why I got the direct yeah. cable. Okay. Yeah. Shout out probably... and shout out the parents. <laughs> shout, out, yeah. shout out the parents who are cable is expensive. Anyway, let's move on though, because listen, let's talk about a fun game, huh, CJ? Why don't we do that? Um yeah. 30 to 28, the Chargers win. CJ, I'm so mad. I pre- it was all right. You, well, let me give myself credit really quick. I predicted that the Browns were gonna run all over the Chargers and, and that they were gonna win this game. They just didn't win. They just didn't win, and the Chargers tried giving it to them. They really did at the end of that game, and we got to talk about it, CJ. Got to talk about the end of the game. But it's very hard to win in the NFL, I'll say, if you have an Achilles heel, like a straight Achilles heel. And I'm real worried about the Chargers that that they obviously have them. They can't stop runs. I think Chubb at one point had had 10 rushes for 120 yards. He had 120 yards. Like, I don't know how, like, you know what the Browns want to do, especially without Watson. That's my thing. Like, and this is where I will give Bill credit, and we've been spoiled. Like, how do you let the number one thing constantly beat you? Like, what don't you think you would go into this game, put eight in the box, and be like, listen, Jacoby, you're throwing the ball 45 times to win this game, or you're going to run into a wall of eight people? Like that has to be like the mindset when you know somebody is going to do something, and the Chargers have that Achilles heel of not being able to stop the run, and they and they ended up winning this game because you know they ended up making more plays, and you have Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler went off. I think he had three touchdowns in this game, um, but like very very good game 
And then CJ, I'll, I'll give it over to you, but because then I really want to talk about the end of the game and that fourth down call and, and you know everything that goes into that and Keenan Allen's tweet and everything. But I'll, I'll give you the floor, and then we can really dive in. The, the Browns lost is the, the reason why the Chargers won, won this game because they had Justin Herbert and the Browns don't have Deshaun Watson right now. It's really that simple. I mean, oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> thank you. That's the end of the show. Now, nah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen. You're exactly right. They're, they're, <laughs> they're able to run the football, and the Browns are a really good team. If they listen, like I just said, if they if Watson was there, they're probably five and zero because on those drives where Brissett throws interceptions, Watson either leads it to, leads it to a touchdown or a field goal, increasing the increasing the points and the amount of possessions needed taken to get the lead. Um, on the Browns if that situation presented itself. So he's a game manager, much, much better game manager, obviously a better playmaker than Jacoby Brissett. So Justin Herbert's able to make those plays. If Watson's in there with the RPO with Chubb, like what are we talking about? Chubb <laughs> is elite. Yeah, the run, the run, that run is gonna be crazy. The run, that run offense would be crazy when Deshaun gets in there with Chubb. Chubb's unstoppable. He's one of the I think he's, he's going to go down as one of the greatest running backs of all time. You think he's, he's going to go down? Him and Sa- Saquon right now. So, I mean, what Saquon is doing right now for the Giants, yeah. I'm going to get into that, obviously, is uh, is definitely special. But, yeah, Chubb, Chubb consistently, year after year, 1,000 yards, 1,200, 1,300, like, it's just nonstop. Double digit touchdowns, I feel like, or or high number of touchdowns. Just every, everything, everything's in the everything's in the top percentile for running backs with that guy. Man, he's an elite running back. Their scheme is also elite as well. I got to give Stefanski some credit, uh, but again, they don't have the quarterback. And and look, honestly, looking at that division, Deshaun was in there. They could be winning it. They could be winning the division. Crazy as that I'm telling you, man. So. This is the is it like last year was weird in the way of like the Bengals we didn't expect and like you know there were a lot of you know fun games that maybe we didn't expect. This is weird because I don't think any of the teams that everybody thought was good are, are like that amazing. The only team that you can the only two teams you can look at and are like oh yeah everybody knew that are the Bills and Chiefs. Everybody else is like what the hell happened. The Packers, nobody – I mean, I thought, you know, maybe you take a step back offensively without Adam. I would say more yeah. just the Bills because everybody was like, oh, look at the division. Who knows the Chiefs? They might not be. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. So there people, were had, people did have their questions for sure. But, not nah, yeah, go ahead, yeah. I, I mean, the, the Giants, nobody thought they would be 4-1. The Jets – No one. The Jets are in the playoffs right now. They're 3-2. and two. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I mean, listen. I, no, no, no I, listen, I know. Seventh-round rookie quarterback. If they do it, if they do it. That'd be incredible. Of course, like you said, seventh round rookie, you know, quarterback they were facing against the Dolphins. Not exactly two or even Teddy Bridgewater. So calm down there. But like they're three and two. That every listen, I maybe I won't say everybody. I can only speak for myself. After after Dak went down, Dallas season was over. The Dallas season was over to me. Now, you know, Cooper Rush comes in and wins four games in a row. They're four and one. Eagles, I thought, listen, I was very high on them. You knew that. Five, I five and zero now. Only undefeated team in the league. Um, Good day, so there's some. This is like a weird year, and the Ravens like th- their second half struggles. 
is weird. The Bengals not being that good on offense is, is strange. Um, like it's it's weird, man. Let's yeah, go, New York that's... Rangers two one over Tampa. Yeah, we got so much going on. I forgot NHL started cool. today. Yankee yes. playoff game. We're doing this show. And you know what? I will say, with all of the entertainment, New York sports is up right now. I New will York say sports that is up. New York sports is up. Next preseason, two and zero. Jets, Giants, doing 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 pretty well. Well, besides the Mets, of course. But what else is new? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the Mets. I will say, they still have a solid nucleus going forward. So, I'll say this. With all these entertainment options available, everybody, I appreciate the people that tune into this show. You could be doing a lot of other things. You know, the streaming era, you know, the live sports we got going on right now. Hell, you could be playing a video game. But you're here with us listening to some football, and I appreciate that greatly. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it, guys. Definitely, man. Um, Again, the Browns, they're a good team. It, for them to be able to put twenty eight, put up twenty eight points with a backup quarterback, and every single every single one of their losses are because Brissett is just not good enough. Bro, that interception, the Jets, the Jets game, the Falcon game, and this game. So, those are the three losses right there. I'm I, that like that last drive was the most Jacoby Brissett thing ever. That incredible spin. He runs around, gets out of the sack, and then all of a sudden, it looks like they're about to, you know, either score a touchdown or, or, or get a field goal to take the lead. There was an interception in the red zone, and then the thing I wanted yeah, to get into that was that was tough. I mean, you know that that you know as a fan, you're watching the team go down the field. Yeah, we're about to get this touchdown or or, or field goal. They could have hit a field goal. And for them, for that, for that game, for you to think your team is about to, you're, they're right there on the precipice of scoring a touchdown, and for the last image of you at at the stadium, it's Jacoby Brissett throwing an interception. You don't know, well, you don't know, you don't know when you might not, you don't know when you might go to another game. Well, you see, what, what makes tough. that even worse too? You don't know what somebody's situation is like. That could be their first game, only game. Oh in a minute and that's crazy but hey you got you got to experience that it's a heartbreaker that's the beauty of the nfl you to think yeah we about to score and win and boom you see him and it why did he throw across his body instead of running it i don't know he had an opportunity to run at least run it it was third and seven or something like that it was like third and seven all you had to do was run get to go at least go get to the sideline yeah. put the ball up put the ball out in front trying to make trying to do too much for what you did did a perfect job of getting down there, and then right at the end, you want to do too much, and he's he's done that so much already in the season. It's like you would think it would click for him to be like, "Yo, let me just relax," especially in the red zone. That's what you and should then, do. The, relax, even though I, even though it's a lot of tension in there. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying it's easy because in that red zone, all them body all them bodies flying next to you, you seeing everybody's in the red zone. <laughs> Yeah, it's difficult. You know what I'm saying? You gotta think about it from a player perspective, bro. Like, Listen, CJ, we play everybody's now. everybody nah, it's different though. <laughs> everybody scoring out the way red zone mad and real different. Nah, it's, Imagine it's real way, life. No, nah, it's much different. It's much different. You got these bodies flying at you. You can't even really look at them because if you do, you can mess up the timing between the view and the route and the receiver. Like I can I'm not I'm not trying to downplay these people when we be out here criticizing, bro. I understand how tough this game is, but 
you still gotta, you know, you gotta perform. You know, if you wanna get to, you wanna get the money and get your generational wealth, you gotta perform. So that's what he has to do. He, now, has, to, he has to play better. He has to play better. Like oh, you look, now, he, now, like when Deshaun gets there, when Deshaun gets back, they're gonna be like, oh, look at these losses that we had that we shouldn't have had. That's, that's what like everybody's Deshaun gonna say. Yeah, that's what they said, right? I saw yeah, because because the new NFL uh, PA, uh, what was what's it called? The uh, the bargaining agreement, whatever. That's what it's called in ba- oh, CBA, right? Yeah, the CBA. Uh, the new CBA that was signed. That now that you know, halfway through your suspension, you're allowed back into the building. So technically, the eleven week suspension, he's back in. You know, it's the sixth week of the season now, so he is back in the building, uh, getting you know to know everybody, I guess. Um, but yeah. the thing I want to really talk about about this game. And we'll we'll get to it again on the Monday night game. Why are you going for it? Brandon Staley almost lost his game. He tried his hardest to give this to the Browns. They're at the, I believe they were at like the 50, you know, 48 yard line, something of that nature, whatever. And it's fourth and one. And you go for it. First of all, the play call is not even good. But, you know, they they don't get it. You're giving the Browns the ball back on the 48 on their own 48 yard line. You know, you know, you hit a couple plays with with Jacoby, which they did. They're you know, they're going to kick the field goal from a guy who made a 54 yarder, I believe, uh, against the against the Panthers to win that. And he ends up missing it. It's 52 yards. But you were this close to losing that game. What to be aggressive, like punt the ball away. Tell your punter to hang it in the air as long as he can or he kick it out of the sideline, put them inside the 10-yard line, make him drive 90 yards to kick the field goal. If you lose that way, I can accept that much more than going for it to me like an idiot. I don't understand it. And it, everybody's going to feed me the analytics. And, you know, if they if if they had gotten it, it gave them like a, an 85% chance to win. Like, I don't care. Sir. How do you not understand simple football decisions. Like to me, that's not even very difficult of a decision to make. And then, you know, you have Keenan Allen too, who everybody loves the aggressive coach. We understand that Keenan Allen tweeting out on his, on his, on his Twitter, man, it's a good thing. We won that one because man, man, man. And then, you know, you got Staley coming out like, Oh yeah, me and him have a very good relationship and you know, whatever, whatever. But like, you know, and Keenan Allen's never going to be like, yeah, I absolutely hated the decision. But you know behind that tweet, there's some like, bro, are you serious right now? Of course. Like, am I, do you think you're stupid or is it just me? Everybody was like that. Like like, like I said, these guys are human beings. Like, listen, I don't know who these guys are talking to in terms of analytics. The iPads. And this is why I'm a fan of Belichick because he's still old. He's still old school. And he does he doesn't do crazy stuff like this. You know, he still keeps it old school. Like when, when McDaniels did on on Monday, like that and listen, like I said, we'll, brother, we'll get to it that. Be time, we should be in overtime right now. <laughs> and I get it, yeah, they still got the ball back and had an opportunity to still win it and get the field goal. I get it, but I didn't understand going for two. No, it, it didn't make any sense. Especially with, especially in the Raider game, there was four minutes and thirty-seven seconds left in the game. Like if that, if you make that decision with twenty seconds left and you just want to go for the win, like yeah, hallelujah, have fun. But like, right. 
what is the point of that? You act like the, the, and he and he said, oh, because you know they had a lot of momentum. Our defense wasn't doing too well. Well, now you just put them up in the game, which means that they have to play more aggressive, which means they have to score. So they're going forward on fourth downs now. So your defense has to make the stop. Maybe if it's tied 30-30 and they're at the, you know their own 48-yard line, instead of going for it because they need to, down one, they would have kicked you back the, the, the ball or they something. Still got, they ended up getting a stop, which is crazy. So had they tied it, they could have got a stop. Then you, you just you call the you call your plays differently when it's 30-30 as opposed to 29-30. You just yeah. do. You just do, man. That your passes, how you play, or, you know, when to run out of bounds, when to call the time. Like, you just call it differently. It's so. There, there's just yeah. Listen, I don't know these coaches. Yeah, listen, these coaches. They, I don't know who's talking to these guys. I don't know if the guys that they're talking to have actually played the game. But listening to these ex-former players, they're not fans of it. So, and that, and that affects their bottom line as well. That's why you see a Keenan Allen respond the way he responded because, I mean, wins and losses affect his bottom line. So I'm like, yeah, what are we doing? What is he like? Let's let's try to. I know I, I know football. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty good at the football. You know what I mean? Like he's like yeah. I'm pretty good. I know if something's wrong or not. And he he spoke on so he said how he felt about it. That's it. That's, I feel the same way. I'm not liable to just not say anything just because what? I'm a human being. It's a a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, listen, Kenny Pickett, I feel bad for you, brother. Going into Buffalo, first start of his career, um, facing the team that is the, the favorite to win the Super Bowl from a lot of people, and they just got smacked. I mean – the game was over before you even before you even turned it on. I mean, it, it got out of hand real quick. Um, like, I guess we'll hold up. I don't think all situations are the same. Like the Ravens going for it on fourth and goal entirely right move, but the Chargers going for it on fourth and two are not the same. I I you still fourth don't. and goal last week. Is I still for the Ravens. That was an awful decision to me. Like the Ravens one is the Ravens one is might be worse than the Charge one because that one lost in the game. Yeah, it should have kicked the field goal. So yeah, last year, last week it should do the same thing. Kick the field goal. I don't understand, brother. Listen, we're trying to win the game. All this extra go for two. Like, this is not college football. This is the NFL. Kickers get paid to do kick kick the ball. You get paid to do one thing, and it's just they Tucker say, with the Ravens. Exactly right. Exactly like you have one. You have probably top two greatest kicker ever on your team. So, I mean, you, you should feel like you're in that advantage in the special teams area, which you are obviously, which is why they won their game on Sunday. But still. I'm I'm cool with being conservative every once in a while. Uh, situationally, yeah. There's times when I'm watching the game, like, yeah, you got to go for it and they end up going for it. Yeah, you got you got to in certain moments. But PAT, yo, just kick the ball. <laughs> let's tie it up. Let's get a stop. Let's get the ball back, and then let's go win the game, not go for two 
And now you're down one. And now they could, you know, they could really position and run the clock out. And, and they call their plays differently. You got to call your plays differently as well. You might be, you might want to be aggressive. It, like, yeah, the chances of throwing an interception were less than 1%, but he threw the interception. So it's 100. Like, the, I, and listen, yeah, if they man. kicked the field goal, it would have been a tie game. I guess for me, it's like I've been watching a game one way for so long. Right. And I feel like that's the purest way of football. And to me, PAT, man. PAT. Like, I hear what you're saying. I, I know this is the new, new math, new analytics for football. But so far, it's not really working. <laughs> I've seen much more uh, failure than success. Even worse, you would have won the game. Like I don't, I don't know. Because when when the Bills go down and kick the field goal, now it's tied. They don't win. So I don't, listen. Yeah, it's it's an opposite of uh, of beliefs, but doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, the. The Steelers and the Bills. Uh, like I said, I respect this. I, re- I respect that side, and like I said, they're important. But uh, for me, brother, I'm just still. I I think the NFL football at its purest is better than anything. So, Kenny Pickett gets absolutely destroyed. I believe he had over 300 yards passing, but a lot of that came into this in the second half of the game uh, when they were already down. You know, double digits. The line in this game was minus 14, and there was never a point in this game where anybody was scared that they weren't going to hit on that. Um, You know, yeah, you got Case Keenum in at the end of the game, obviously, because Josh, I think Josh Allen had about 340 yards or something and three touchdowns at, at halftime or four touchdowns at halftime, I want to say. So, yeah, the, the game was never really close. Um, but this is what you have to expect from the Steelers. They're terrible without TJ Watt. I think they're what they might be 0 7 now without TJ Watt. Uh, when he misses games, obviously. Uh, so it changes their defense a lot. And the offense just isn't good. Like, the offensive line is not good. Uh, so they can't get anything going for Najee. You know, everybody, you know, with the young quarterback, you know, really get the run game going. You got to get the run game going. Well, you can't get the run game going when it's, you know, Najee Harris running into people the second he touches the ball. Uh, and then, you know, you, we have these good wide receivers. We have these good wide receivers. Okay, you can't get the wide receivers the ball when Kenny Pickett is, has somebody in his face immediately. The offensive line is terrible. The play calling is bad, too. I mean, I saw, um, you know, you always see people fire the offensive coordinator, fire the offensive coordinator when things aren't going right. And I was like, okay, you know, I haven't really seen too many of the Steelers games, whatever. Um, and I finally saw, like, I, actually it was TikTok, believe it or not. Like, they called, like, three run plays in a row, and they all got stuffed, and then he just punted away. Like, how, how was that ever your thought process? Like, he they had no offensive. They have no offensive line. You're running. You're literally running yourself into a brick wall. So, bad for yeah. the Steelers. It's only going to get worse because I'm pretty sure their next like five games is is all against great teams as well. Yeah, tough, tough day at the office for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They didn't play well enough at all on all three levels, all three phases. Secondary was getting rocked. Gabe Davis had a great game. Josh Allen did a really good job in Buffalo. It's just a different atmosphere. 
that home crowd, you know, the way they're going to be yelling and screaming. And, you know, it's like having an extra player out there, you know, with that fan base and, you know, everything they got going on. So, um, it's different. It's different. And they're a good team. Again, I still feel like they don't have a running game outside of Josh Allen. James Cook has been such a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I just thought James Cook was coming in there and taking that job. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, he just hasn't done anything. And um, I think, you know, we kind of just looked at it because of the last name and just expected. But, uh, you know, what? shouldn't have did that. Maybe he'll get, he'll get it together. He's still young. He's a rookie. We'll see what happens. But the McCaffrey talk. I, was, I mean, it's interesting, man. I was going to say, mean, can I, let me ask you this, because I had this conversation with, with Josh yesterday, obviously. What what would you give up for McCaffrey if you're the Bills? Because you're this – I mean, you are this close to a championship. And I don't – like, maybe it's maybe not maybe like it's an elite a, pass rusher or a lockdown corner. So, like, it's not like you're desperate for that. But, like, you're this close. And McCaffrey really could help you. How, what do you give up? Because I said I, – I, I would call him – I'd offer him, like, a second and a, and a fourth. Yeah, second, fourth, and a conditional, you know, six-rounder or something like that. That's it. I mean, he can't stay healthy. So, you know, if he was healthy and putting up crazy numbers, which we expected him to if he was healthy and on the field, obviously, yeah, first-round picks. But because of the health, we automatically jump down the second round. We, we just automatically do it mm-hmm. in our football nature. So, yeah, that, that I mean, I would do that in a heartbeat. So now I don't know. I know I mean, he does I have, what injury, the Panthers have want, obviously, but yeah, I mean, if I'm the Panther, the Panthers are gonna want first round pick. They're gonna ask for first round. They're gonna obviously ask high. They're not gonna just send him to Buffalo. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? Like, here no. you go, here you go, Buffalo. Go <laughs> get McCaffrey and oh wow, what if he stays healthy in Buffalo for the rest of his career? And now he has him and Josh Allen. Wow, would God. that be crazy? You know? So we need we need conversation. So, but I think realistically, yeah, I think like what we just said, a second, a fourth, starters, players, starters, yeah. play people that are gonna play, whether it's special teams, offense, defense, those a second and a fourth are gonna be on the field at some point. Especially if you're gonna have a high first overall pick, and maybe you want to get back into the first round, you can take a couple of your seconds. Right. Trade back into the first round and get a and, and, you know get another player. So exactly, um, because that's the other thing. DJ Moore is looking to get you know talk. We talked about that. Uh, so they're too. all they're all trying to get out of there. I mean, you're you you're getting a first for DJ Moore. Uh, I think I don't, you are. I don't think so. Really? Okay. No, but he's, he, you think he's gonna get? He think he's a first round? He's worth a first round? What did I, what did what did Amari Cooper a fifth round pick? Yeah, but we also realized how bad of a trade that was after the wide receiver market exploded. Yeah, it's a bad trade, exactly. That's my point. Like, but he still got traded for a fifth round pick. So well, you yeah, telling but, me but, DJ Moore's gonna go for a first? You don't think no. DJ Moore's better than Cooper? He hasn't put up better numbers than, than than Cooper. And Cooper still had a really good year last year. And I like DJ Moore, but I understand why his, his numbers aren't like that because, I, like I said earlier, they don't have consistent quarterback play. So I'm not, you know what I mean? I know he's talented. But I don't think he's – he's tight. You know, he could be a top 10 wide receiver. But when you say – I think you can name seven – Oh, no, I agree. Much better wide receivers than him right now. 
Oh, I no, no, I absolutely. And I think agree those with that. guys. I think those seven, maybe eight guys. You'd be like, yeah, no question. First round pick, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Is he on that level? Not, no. not yet. So I that's what I, I mean. say. So his, I that's mean, why I say I say he'd be second round. If I say he'd be a second round as well. Three second straight round. seasons of eleven, at least eleven fifty, four touchdowns in each of those seasons. Like, good player. No, he's very, a good player. Good he's player. talented. He's talented. I'm not taking nothing away from. Like I say he's talented. For him to put those numbers up again, without consistent quarterback play. It's special, but I'm just looking at it from what the how I've seen from past. Honestly, the most recent wide receiver trade, which was uh, well, from a, like a star wide receiver trade, was uh, Mark Cooper, and he was a fifth rounder. Nineteen, fifteen, and fourteen. Who's that for? That's for DJ. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, he's gonna ask for an extension though. He's gonna say. He's gonna say. After after the nineteen, he's gonna like yo rip this up. Let's make a new deal. Him and his agent. That's you know that you know how that goes. Yeah, you're right about that. I will say. Um, all right, we'll move on from there. We'll go over to the to the Titans in Washington. Oh, listen, I we say this every week. I don't lie to people. I don't lie to you folks out here. Game never touched my screen. Not one time did this game touch my screen. But I will say, I know Wentz is not. Great, obviously. Not probably not even good at this point. But for Ron Rivera to come out and and they asked and they were like, Why do you think the other the other teams are doing good? And he's like, quarterback. Oh, what are you talking about? Like, what happened to protecting your players and not starting something in the media? Like, yeah, if you want to go have a closed door meeting with Wentz and be like, bro, Cooper Rush is four and on the year and we can't win games. Like, what are you doing? Maybe, I understand maybe that. Maybe he has. Maybe he has had that conversation. We don't know. I I just I just hate. I don't like the I don't like the call on that thing out in the media type. Yeah, now I'm with I, you. Yeah, it, it it creates it creates distractions, and now the reporters are going to be hounding these players. Like, oh, what do you think about? Do you agree with Rivera? Is it the quarterback? Yeah, it's it's a bad look. It is. Now I think it was a bad move by Rivera. I don't know if he's trying to get out of his deal and get paid on the back end as well. It's like, you know what, let me get out of here, but I still want my money. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't know. I don't know why he would say that. It doesn't make any sense. But Titans, they needed this win. Uh, Derrick Henry played well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, you know, this wasn't a game that wasn't on my radar as well either. But we definitely <laughs> we have priorities them. here, CJ. Yeah, we, we picked them. Uh, on and our picks, I was eleven and five, and you were nine and seven. I suck. Yeah. So you know what the bad part is? I did better on this show than I did on Gen Z, though. Yeah, I went. I went. I went eleven and five. Calm. I think Calm, I, did, I think... you know second seed in the in the <laughs> AFC record. <laughs> That's a second seed. I'm a in wild the... card Ooh. team, nine and seven. Ooh. Yeah. Wild card. You know, sneaking in, probably the seventh seed. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, division, division winning second seed, automatic playoff berth. Exactly. That's what I can say. Um, yeah, the game wasn't on the radar, oh. but I think, yeah, I feel like CC, I think that's the biggest. He dropped the ball on purpose. I don't know what happened right there. That was crazy. But now, nah, go ahead. I don't know. I, I thought that that was not a legal play in, in the MLB anymore, but you know what? Whatever. We're still winners. Titans, 
Titans need Titans needed this win. Good win for them. And uh Washington, yeah, I just don't agree with I don't know why he would come out and say that. I just I just disagree. It's a bad move and it, again, like I said, it creates distractions, unnecessary distractions amongst the team and the media. Yeah. Well, we move on to a game that I that was on the radar for me. The Battle of the Bears. Eagles and and the I was I really almost said Carolina. Um, listen, they both start with the C. The Cardinals. Uh, yeah, the the Eagles got off to a pretty good start here, and then you know the Cardinals came back. They made the game very interesting, and then it's another situation of not knowing what to do with the end of a game. You know, it's twenty seventeen. The Cardinals are driving. Uh, they're on the other side of the fifty. They're in Eagle territory at least, and. Kyler Murray on a second down, scrambles, slides, but is short of the first down, then comes up to the line and uh, spikes the ball because I believe that they were out of time. Yeah, they were out of timeouts. Um, Spikes the ball, and then you have to kick the field goal on fourth down. You obviously can't go for it anymore. I believe it was like a – I want to say it was like a 48 or 50-yard field goal. So, listen, with the way that we've seen kickers in the NFL these days, like that is very doable. But I mean, you had a third. You had a third and one. If you don't spike the ball, you just go up. You run a play. You hopefully get the one yard, and then then you can you know start spiking the ball as you get closer and closer. Run some plays out of bounds. But that didn't happen. The Cardinals have to kick the field goal. They end up missing it. And then now I saw today that you know Kyler Murray was saying that the coaches were the ones that told him to spike the ball in his in his ear and things like that. So I don't know if if that's the true story, if or if you know they were just like, hey, let us take the blame. You've you've got through enough with the contract situation. Um, yeah, that that didn't make. But that, that that's I mean that's a it, bad management. On third, yeah, spiking it on third and one made no sense. It's to, I mean, you're supposed to try to get that first down. I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and uh, so what do you? They're five and zero. Oh, they, but they, they didn't have any timeouts, right? No, they did not have any timeouts. I mean, but there was like, I think there was like 45 seconds left. Oh, okay. It was 45 seconds. It I wasn't. No, yeah. They were not in like a, a, oh my gosh, there's only 10 seconds left in the game. Like we can't run. Right, yeah, you, play, could, like, you could run a play. Yeah. You could run you two could run, plays. You could run two, two, three yes. plays. Two plays. Yeah. yeah. You could. It depends. It depends on what's being called and, you know, how fast guys get on the line. Yeah. Could run two to three plays, but poor execution, poor execution. And, the Eagles were, were able to survive on the road, get the W, 5-0. and Jalen Hurts running the football. I saw something crazy that he has, like, he has more rushing yards than, like, I think than Alvin Kamara, has more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers, has, like, a better QBR than Brady, more touchdowns than this person. Like, he's – listen, I thought that he was going to be better because me and you kind of both agreed that last year was his true rookie season. But like he's taken like a, a solid leap, and you know you put a lot of it on the fact that they run the ball very, very well. Miles Sanders has talk about a career resurgence at least. Um, and then you look at, you know, you get AJ Brown on draft day, like that was a very, very big trade, and. I was a little, I wouldn't even say iffy on AJ Brown because I know that he's very good, 
but it was still the fact that you know he had been hurt in the last couple of years and blah blah blah. But uh, they look very very good, and obviously, which is weird to say because it is Cooper Rush still. That next week is a test against Dallas. Like their Dallas's defense is very good. Yeah, and I'm I am very intrigued to see how the Eagles do against them. I believe it's in Philly. I'm not positive on that, so don't quote me. But I'm I'm intrigued to see that. And then, I mean, the Cardinals like they're lucky. Like the Cardinals are lucky that the division is not what we thought. Like we thought the Rams were probably going to run away with it, and the Rams are terrible. Like we'll get to them eventually, but they they can't win a game right now. Um, so they're getting some leadway there that you know they're not losing ground. I think they have the same record actually. Now that I think of it. Uh, so they're still lucky in that, but two totally different trajectories in my head. Yeah, I agree. Eagles, they play well. They're playing well. They're playing team football. They just play really good complimentary football. All those guys, Devontae Smith had a really good game. A.J. Brown had some nice catches. They run the football, like you said. Jalen Hurts had a, a, a couple of running touchdowns. The defense holding them at 17 points. Uh, so, listen, this team is definitely ready to rock. It's going to be a great game against Dallas. And then for the Cardinals, it's really same old, same old. Uh, just, you know, situational play calling. They're, they're going to get D-Hop back here, right, in two weeks. Yep. So, you know, they're kind of, you know, treading water right now, kind of playing 500, flirting with 500 football right now. So if Diop comes back, you know, will that change some things? We'll see. Hollywood's been good too, though, I will say. I Hollywood's been solid. We'll see if Diop can change some things. I still feel like they need to run the football. They don't run the football enough outside of Kyler. They need to run the football outside of Kyler. It does not they were, help. They were physical. Constantly hurt. Yeah, if they had like a physical back, a bell cow back next to Kyler, like a Ramondre Stevenson type back. Woo! They had, they had a, yeah, let's go, let's go, Ramondre. If they had a back like that, it would be scary. Because you do that read out, say they had like a Nick Chubb, I, I would try to go after Kareem Hunt. If yeah. Not, I would try Ooh. to go get go get Kareem Hunt. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get, yeah, let's get Kareem Hunt. RPO with Hunt. Ertz, Hollywood Brown, D Hop, Rondell Moore. Come on, that's a that's a good that's a good core for Kyler. There's no excuses. <laughs> the Cardinals haven't been the same since Andy Reid and Larry Fitz were on the squad doing hard knock episodes. Andy Reid. Is he on the cards? Andy Reid, Larry Fitzgerald were on the squad doing hard. I, I don't know about Andy Reid. Larry Fitzgerald, yeah, obviously Larry Legend. Yeah, Larry Legend, one of the greatest. Yeah, he's he's special. He's Isn't special it weird player. that I still think his career is underrated though? Yeah, it's just because he didn't have the quarterback play, and I just feel like he's still not as appreciated as he should be. Yeah, I mean, he played for a small market team, and they didn't have a good quarterback long enough. So, so we we sleep on him. They can have Damian Harris next year. I mean. That is the Patriot way. That's a good fit. That's a great fit for them. Yeah. 
That's a great fit. I would. They should definitely go, try to go after Damian. Next Harris. year will be Ramondre and Pierre Strong. Yes, sir. And, and the year after that, it will be Pierre Strong and somebody else that they drafted. No, I think they're gonna keep Ramondre. I mean, hey, I, I hope I like him. Listen, Ramondre, I'm gonna need a big week this week. All right, I I have the I have basically three Raiders on my team. Got some bye weeks, so uh, I'm gonna need a big week out of you, brother. Putting you in as the flex, my guy. Anyway, let's move. Got the Giants in the in the Packers. <laughs> London showdown went down to the wire. Wow, Giants four and one. They don't have they don't have any receivers, but no, they're, they're finding no, ways. No. They're finding ways to get these W's. I got I gotta get I gotta get Brian Dayball, this coaching staff, a lot of credit. The defense, two big time deflections in the red zone when it counted. Obviously the one on fourth and two was, was big time. Packers had an opportunity to win this game. They had the lead, and they folded. They folded yeah. the lead. You got, you got, you got to get that lead, man. So, uh, I just, I just feel like. But listen, the Giants there—they're continuing to play at a high level. They seem to play at a high level. Stay consistent, Saquon. Looking like an MVP candidate. Got it. Got to put him right there. Top three MVP candidate. Come back of the year. I told you he was special, man. Can't, can't doubt greatness. They just didn't have good coaching. The coaching was bad. They have he has he had bad coaches. Think about it. Oh, we had. Cool. Think about what we had. McAdoo, right? Didn't he have McAdoo? That was probably yeah. his first year, I would imagine. First year yeah. McAdoo, yeah, then McAdoo, they went to Shermer, Joe Judge. No, no, no. They had Shermer, Pat Shermer. Then they yeah. had Judge. Now they got Dayball. So this guy's had four coaches in four years. So yeah, it's not pretty. On top Certainly. of the injuries, but that doesn't take away from the talent. And when he's on the field, this is what we get. I saw the little end around that they did. Bellinger made a little nice little cut move inside, got the TD. That was a good move. That's a nice little play call. You got to run plays like that when you don't have, you know, elite weapons on the outside. I don't know. It's really sad the guy of their situation because they're screaming for terrible. a wide. They're screaming for, for for a, a, a offensive weapon on the outside, and that's literally what they paid him to do, and he's not even doing it. So DJ Moore is uh, one of the. That's one of the rumored teams. Actually, both of these teams are the Packers and the Giants. That's on the that's on the rumored team list. I think the other one was the. Uh... We'll see if the pa- we'll see if the Packers do. When's the last time the Packers made a big trade? Oh no, no, absolutely. I don't think it happens, but yeah, Giants. They're on Giants the list at least. Made it made the trade for Leonard Williams, and it's worked. But after after that, yeah, it's definitely worked. And after that, you know, nothing really crazy. So yeah, that would be a big trade. They was able to get DJ Moore. Yeah, what are they giving up? I'm giving up Galladay. They might ask for Tony, so I don't know. They're I wonder if they want players though or draft picks. They're gonna want draft picks and a, probably a player, but they might ask for Kadarius Tony. So, but I would, I would, I would still, I would trade Tony. Oh yeah, I, I think it's worth it for sure. Yeah. Big slinky guy, by the way. I've been playing with this the entire show. 
Got a nice slinky. Gotta love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the Packers, listen, they need to just – they kind of got away from running the football in this game. And they got to just play split black, uh, split back formation and have both of those guys out there. One guy's receiving, the other guy's running. Just, just like that. Maybe both guys are receiving. Maybe you do the wildcat like what the Giants are doing, and you got you got one of them catching the football. You know, obviously you want Aaron Rodgers to have the football in his hands as much as possible, but you could use you could use you could you could do some trick plays mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I want to see from from the Packers offense right now. The wide receivers they're still young. Dobbs is young. They should make a move. That would be nice for them to make a move. Odell obviously is going to be out there. We'll see what happens with that. And where he goes, he has a lot of leverage. A lot of teams could use him right now. And he has and he has a lot of leverage. He was just on the team and played a big part of a team winning the Super Bowl. And now look at how they're playing right now without him. Gives him even more leverage. So he's in a he's in a prime spot right now. Probably more better than a lot of people coming off an of injury. It just it just speaks to his talent, how special he is. So we'll see what happens with that Odell situation. The Packers should definitely be in the mix for that because he's a talented guy. Will he want to go there? I don't know. Uh, he certainly I'm made good. his tour around the NFL. Yeah, as he should. As he should. The free agent. Yeah. But, yeah, for uh, Giants, listen, I mean, they, got, they took the L to the Cowboys. You know how good the Cowboys are. So the L doesn't look that bad. It's a good win. It's a good. It's a good win for them. On overseas, the way they play, the day ball coming from Belichick, coming from Saving Tree, it's the stuff that you know I've talked about already on the show. You know when you come from when you when you come from coaching from those two guys, you understand situational football. Mm-hmm. Those two guys are two of the best situational football uh, coaches ever. Obviously because of the accolades that they've acquired. So when you've been around that for much of 15 years, you, you, you know what you're doing. You know what you're <laughs> You know what you're doing. Winning, cha- winning national championships, winning Super Bowls as a coach, as an offensive coach, as a play caller. Come on. Like, so he's done a great job. He's done a great job of what he has and but yeah, they definitely they're gonna need wide receivers. Then we could kind of see how good Daniel Jones is. He's making plays. He's playing solid. He's running for. He's running. He's using his legs, using his athleticism to get first downs, keep series going, keep drives alive. I respect it. I respect it. I still. I don't still don't know if he's a franchise guy yet. Hell but, no. But uh, you know, again, it's tough to really assess because. I am he, not. Uh, a, I'm not a Daniel Jones guy. Can't yeah, I know. I, no, I get you, but I'm just saying it's still tough to assess because he doesn't have any wide receivers. Still, like Shepard got hurt. Kenny Galladay situation is unfortunate. Kadarius Tony's in and out the lineup. Darius Slayton's up and down. They don't have any consistency at wide receiver. He does. Who's a guy that he trusts on the outside that you could say? Oh no, they they no. I won't argue with you there. They don't have a wide receiver yeah. for sure. Like they got this tight end Bellinger, he's playing pretty well. He's been making some plays, but other than that, they don't really have anybody on that. It's just Saquon. Yeah, it is, and I mean, like like you said, 
listen, the Giants might not win a game the rest of the year. I might still give my my uh, my vote to coach of the year to Brian Dable because, like, I feel like us being in New York though, like we have a different perspective on it too because, like. And you can ask Giant fans like I can as well. Obviously, we're not, but it was 10 nothing at one point. If this is last year, Giant fans turned the game off. Like, there, there was no point in continuing to watch the rest of the game because you had zero confidence that it was even possible to come back and win that game. Like, you had no chance in winning that game. And this one, they come back against the Packers who have a pretty solid defense. Aaron Rodgers is on the other side of the ball. And then, like, even if you did somehow come back, and this was last year, you just know the end of that game that for some reason they they would have gotten, like, a pass interference on that last play, the next play, the Packers find a way to get into the end zone. Because you remember last year, I believe when they played Washington, Washington missed a field goal. The Giants had jumped off sides, though. They get to re-kick the field goal, win the game. <laughs> like, it was those little things last year. And, I mean, you had – Joe Judge making the quarterback kneel the ball down uh, when they were losing the game, just because they were backed up, uh, you know, against their own their own end zone and and like this year, and I really highlighted it last week, but I'll say it again: like when Daniel Jones went out and and Tyrod Taylor went out in the in the last game, you have Brian Dable drawing play calls up on a whiteboard and having Daniel Jones out there because he's the one with the mic in his head. So he can actually hear the play call and then just faking out and going playing wide receiver and not actually moving because he had the sprained ankle. Like it's stuff like that, that there is a legitimate 0% chance you would have seen last year. It would not have happened. And like the fact that it's changed so much and he's done such a good job doing it. Like it is really like nice to see because, Hey, listen, Patriot fans are sure I'll hate the giants the rest of my life for what they did to me. But like, I don't, I don't hate them, bro. I really no, I hate them. Um, but, like, it's nice being able to turn the TV on sometimes. And, like, yeah, I got the Sunday ticket, so I don't really watch the game anyway. But it's nice turning the TV on, and it's like, oh, wow, the Giants aren't down, or the Jets aren't down 45 nothing. Like, we can this, this is actually a watchable game. And I will say, for the Packers, like, I think it's because the Giants and how bad they've been recently. And I don't know if I still truly believe in them. Like, I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I know they're 4-1. They're proving people wrong. I'm still not quite there. Show me a couple more things and I'll be there. I have the hesitation still. So with that, that's why like Packer fans right now are like, oh my God, we lost to the Giants. Like what is happening? The season's done. It's over. Blah, blah, panic, panic, panic. Like, listen, they're four and one. Like you lost to a four and one team now, technically. So I guess you can't really panic. Now I will say if they lose next week because they play the Jets, then I can say you can start panicking. Because while the Jets have improved as well, yes, they are three and two, whatever. I still don't think that they're very good. You have to go out and beat the Jets. So if you lose to them, then as a Packer fan, you can be like, all right, like I don't know what's going on right now. But hey, good win for the Giants. And and it's not even a terrible loss loss for the Packers. Weird things happen in these in those uh those London games. You, I mean, I was listening yeah. to Rodgers today talking about how, you know, the first night they they, they left on Thursday. So you get there, they had to stay up the entire day to try and get acclimated to the sleep. Then, you know, the next day they kind of just chilled out. And then, you know, Sunday they played the game. So, like, even that, like, there wasn't much, you know, going in over there. You know, it's not like, you know, when you can go to 
Miami like the Patriots did week one. And it's, okay, we're going to stay here for a week, try to get used to the heat. Like, what are you going to do, leave leave the country for a week and go over to, you know, London or whatever to, to you know, really get used to everything? Like You, can't do, you can't do that because exactly. it's during the season. So you can't exactly. So, that, so that's not going to happen. You can't do that. So, yeah, maybe you obviously want to win that game. You want to win every game you play. But maybe it's not as terrible as a loss as people are making it out to see. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, listen. Again, like I said, they need wide receivers. They need wide receivers for sure. And so do the Packers. Both teams need wide receivers, and I think that's one of the reasons why this game was close. They didn't really have one of those game-breaking guys on the outside to take the game away for the team. But, again, Saquon playing like an MVP right now. He's getting over 100, 100 yards from scrimmage every single game. He's playing well, leading this team. Uh, Got to give that man a lot of credit. Got to give Dave a lot of credit as well. I think the Packers are going to be fine, even though the, the the Vikings they're playing okay. Sword one right now, but um, and they do have a win over the Packers. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I still think they'll be fine when it comes to that division. I'm not worried. I, I do agree. All right, these next two games. I mean, listen, guys. <laughs> I, I mean, if just just real quickly for the Jags and the, and the Texans, you know, Damian Pierce had a great run, dog. big time run. Yeah, he's a, he's a dog, man. He's a dog. They just again, this is a good win. Lovey Smith got a got a big time. Was they said it's his first win since 2015 or something like that, I believe, which is insane to think about. Um, but great beard. Yeah, it's just tricky, you know. Jaguars, they're young and. You know, they'll look good some moments, and then moments they'll play like how they play on Sunday. And then for the Jets, and I will say, Trevor Lawrence has to figure out how to right. hold on to the football. Like, yeah, we we always, you know, kind of said stuff about Daniel Jones' fumbling problem, you know, his couple, first couple of years. Like, this dude fumbles the ball a lot. Four fumbles in that, in that game against the Eagles, and I think he fumbled again in this game, also through two interceptions. Like, Trevor, you're supposed to be the Lord and Savior. Yes, yeah, that's, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't like anointing these guys. I don't like doing it, uh, especially you know they were caught, you know they were really, they were saying since Locke, Peyton Manning. I'm like, okay, let me see it. <laughs> yeah, gonna find out. And uh, was, right now, he was the greatest thing since you know Locke Elway. Yeah. Yeah, right now, and right now, you know, he's going through his ups and downs as a young player. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, fully. I don't think the the verdict is still not out on Trevor Lawrence. And then for the the Browns and the, I mean, uh, the Dolphins and the Jets. Teddy Bridgewater literally <laughs> throws one pass, then gets hurt. So uh, prayers up to him. They said an elbow head. <laughs> okay. That's all I have to say. I don't know what the Dolphins do with their medical staff and who they – I guess they hired new people now. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't even have a concussion either before they ruled him out, but they ruled him out. So, You know, Tua should have been playing in this game because he should have been out of the, the Bengals game. He would have been playing in this game right now had they handled that the right way. He would have missed that game against the Bengals and he would have came back and been able to play against the Jets. You so, could not be more right. You would have been better prepared. 
because Teddy Bridgewater would have been in there getting first team rest throughout that entire week, getting ready for Cincinnati. So you might have might have had an opportunity to win that game, yep. and you did have the opportunity to win the game. Um, it came down to like a last you know last minute really good drive by the Bengals, you know, burrow the chase for them to really put it away, and then Teddy Bridgewater threw a pick. So, um, but they took two L's in a row. They took two L's in a row, and the Jets, they play they're running the football well. You know, Brees Hall, Jets rookie record, 197 scrimmage yards. Phenomenal, phenomenal. He's playing great football right now. Mike LaFleur is, uh, you know, doing some great things with the scheme, with the play calling and the run schemes and getting those guys going. If they could get the pass game going with Corey Davis, Uzama, and and Garrett Wilson, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit for this team. Yeah, it looks like Corey Davis is doing this year what I thought he was going to do last year. Corey Davis is playing a lot better this year than he did last year because he went over to the Jets last year. I thought it was going to be a big move for them. Didn't really turn out too well, but hey, playing pretty well right now. So yeah, you got to get the. They need to get the pass game going. They get the pass game going, they're going to be fine. Absolutely. You're going to be good. All right, we got the Seahawks and the Saints. Ended up being a really good game. Yeah. Geno Smith, Taysom Hill, Andy Dalton combo. Going <laughs> at it. And Taysom Hill, every once in a while, he'll have a, he'll have, you know, he'll have, you know, a, a trio of these games throughout the season where you're like, yo, this guy's talented, very talented. And he is. He's very talented. He comes in there. Whatever they ask him to do, he tries to do it to the best of tight end, quarterback, running back, special teams. Doesn't matter. He just goes out there and plays any position. Uh, he's definitely one of the best offensive weapons. This is what Tebow was supposed to be, at least. This is what Tebow was supposed to be. <laughs> Stop discrediting of my dress like DJ Khaled. We the best. Not discrediting y'all, bro. Like I said, y'all good. Y'all still young. I'm not saying y'all going. Any, I'm not. Y'all not going to. I don't think y'all going to the playoffs. But oh, hell no. um, you know, you're getting good. You're getting good games in for this young team, which is good. Um. Yeah. Listen, I don't know who expected the best game of the week. Well, no, I guess the Monday night game was better. Um. But hey, Seahawks Saints. Not a lot of defense playing the game. Obviously, 39-32. Um. Seahawks can't get a stop a nosebleed clearly. And yeah, Geno Smith is. Playing out of his mind. Like, if you had that one on your bingo card, congratulations. Because um, I certainly did not see that coming. I thought this was going to be a pretty bad year for them. And I still think they won't win, you know, too many games. But they're going to win some games uh, if Gino continues to play this way. Now, that's kind of the thing. Like, a, a lot of, you know, career backups or even backups, you know, sometimes can have that spurt. And that's why they're a backup. Because they can have the spurt, but they can never keep it the entire season. So I want to see Gino keep this entire season. Listen, rooting for him. It's fun to see. You know, you, you like these stories, you know, some one of the guy, you know, somebody getting another chance and, you know, randomly just becomes a, a superstar. And I would I would like to see it happen. I really would. Um, they got to fix the defense. Obviously, Jamal Adams being out for the year. I mean, that trade never worked as it is. Uh, but, you know, it's a fun game. And I – Man, I really wonder if Andy Dalton steals that job back from Jameis. Like, 
I listen. I've just never been a Jameis guy. I think it's pretty well documented. But yeah, I mean, Jameis throws, he throws, and Jameis throws so many turnovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Tatum. I mean, uh, Winston. I mean, those Winston throws so many turnovers. Um, and that's that's why his his job is always going to be in jeopardy. If he didn't turn the ball over, his job wouldn't be in jeopardy. So yeah, Dalton can definitely come in there, and. I'll play him and keep the spot. There's no guarantee that Winston gets his job back. He's, he hasn't done anything to guarantee his job uh, with the Saints. Corey out uh, here with all the stats for Geno. Highest passer rating at a 139.5. Geno Smith leads the quarterback's completion percentage over expectation of plus nine, 9.1%. Russell is 17th. Um, Best passer rating is Geno Smith. I'm on for you. I got the, I got it on the, the full screen, so I couldn't see the comments. Oh, now you're good. I got I got the comments for you. Um sure that. Geno Smith 113. Mahomes has a 110. Tua got a 109. So on and so forth. Uh pass DYAR total value. Mahomes, Geno Smith, Josh Allen. So yeah, Geno Smith is is playing very well. Like there is no doubt about that. He is this is I mean, this is definitely the best football he's ever played in his career. I mean, I don't think that that's much of a stretch. I don't think he had too many, you know, great games with the Jets. I mean, the man did get knocked out by one of his own people. Um I my my thing is is but is this what Seattle wanted? Did they want this? Did they think he was going to come out and play this well? Did they I think, think we were so. oh, we were going to you know, I think that they come in and we're like, okay, we're going to have bring Gino in or Drew Locke and we're not winning that many games. We're going to try to field and try to get a quarterback in the draft. But now he's playing well. So what is it going to be? Trade date? Are you going to keep this thing going for the rest of the season? Like, I'm interested to see what they do now that he's playing this well. Because, he, like, uh, Corey's put up some really good stats about how well he's played. I, I didn't think he'd come out and play like this. I did not see this. Listen, if you thought he was playing like this, you lied to yourself. I don't care. I um I uh I thought he was gonna be this good when he came out of West Virginia, but this is the best he's ever played in his career. And he's had some good moments in Seattle as a backup once in a while, Jets, Giants, he's been around. But they got good. They won that first off. They got good players. Tyler Lockett is one of the most underrated wide receivers in NFL history. His, yeah, the, great the, deep ball throw. His ability to catch the football in traffic, uh, in the air, is some of the best we've ever seen. He's one of time? the greatest wide receivers in his generation. He he really is. He really is. I I, just, I think I don't, I don't think people really talk about him enough. Uh, he is one of the – I remember watching him at Kansas State, man. I remember watching him, bro, just watching just a regular – just a regular Kansas State game that would be on ESPN on a Friday, bro. I remember <laughs> watching him. Like, oh, this guy's nice. And he really turned out to be one of the best wide receivers in his generation. The numbers he puts up – go look at his numbers. Numbers is up there with, with anybody. You know what's weird? Now that you say like you just watched a random college game and you found him, that's exactly the first time I ever saw RG3 play. And I don't know why it's such a vivid memory. I went up to Buffalo with my dad for uh, good old 
hot wing convention. The like the the thing that they do in Buffalo every year. They 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 turn the uh, minor league stadium up there into like you know a wing thing. Whatever we go back to the hotel one night after going out to dinner, put on the TV randomly. Baylor's playing. Watch RG three for the first time ever. Crazy. Crazy, little random, yeah. Little random moments. Um, yeah, RG, RG, yeah, was that guy. He was definitely that guy. All right, we got the Cowboys and the Rams. I picked the Cowboys in our pick them last, last week. I said the Cowboys were going to – they didn't really – it really wasn't much. This guy's so smart. A, <laughs> nah, again, I just, I just didn't trust the Rams offense like we talked about from what we saw on Sunday on Monday Night Football against 49ers last week. And I think I felt like Dallas defense is really good, and that's exactly what we saw on Sunday. And their ability to run the football is great. I, you know, do you start now? The quite the question is, oh, this is what I want to say to the Rams. You laughed at us when we got strange, and. Looks like you could have used you could be using strange right now. Strange num- numbers on Sunday then was 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 perfect then there. Perfect. I don't know if you've seen those stats of, of I did strange not. on the line for his 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 reps on the Lions. Nothing got his nothing got past him. Nothing. So, you know, McVeigh wants to make that joke when the Patriots drafted Cole Strange in the first round. Like, oh, I had him 102nd on my draft board. You remember that, right? I, I vividly remember it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you want to come out and talk trash? You know, you could you could be using an offensive line right now. You probably should have traded up and got a guy like Cole Strange or worked on your offensive line because it doesn't look too good. It doesn't look too good. And Stafford was getting hit all day. Those guys, that front four for Dallas, they just – they just play. They just get to the QB. They, they just go. get to the QB. Cole Strange versus Lions, 26 blocking attempts, zero pressure, zero sacks allowed. Appreciate Corey, bro, for the stats, brother. Pull that out one more time. There you go. 26 pass blocking snaps, zero pressures allowed, zero sacks allowed. Come on, man. For a rookie in your fifth game in the NFL, People, people yeah. slept on Bill. This is looking like a home run to me. That's looking like a home run pick to me. But yeah, Rams, they could have used they could have used somebody like that. Unfortunately, the offensive line is terrible. I don't know what's going on with Allen Robinson in that situation there. They nearly need to have a sit down and have a talk and, and come together and and think about certain plays they want to run and certain plays they like to get him going and, and get him into a rhythm throughout the game because this is getting crazy. I mean, here we are six weeks into the season, and they still haven't been able to figure out that dynamic. They paid the money to bring him in. They thought he'd be a factor. They felt like he could, they could bring him in, and they wouldn't lose the Odell factor. And now it's looking much worse than what it was when they had Odell in there, like I previously talked about. Cooper Cup still getting his numbers, still getting his stats, but they're not really producing too much when it comes to points. They can't run the football because their offensive line isn't good enough. Just a tough, it's a tough situation right now for the Rams. They got some things they need to figure out. We'll see how they respond. But right now, Dallas is looking dangerous. The way they're able to run the football, 
they, 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 they could be a serious play. And now the question is, do you play Cooper Rush against the Eagles? I, th- I think you have to. Like, I don't, I, I mean, last, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I wouldn't, I, to me, I think you play him until you he loses or Dak is 100%. Like, if he ever even says I'm 99, I'd be like, well, 99 is not 100 and we haven't lost yet. Sorry, buddy. Yo, to me, it's like, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter because it's not like Cooper Rush is, yeah, he's he's not doing anything crazy. Oh. He, had like a, he had like 107 yards on Sunday, like 100 and something yards. He's Jimmy G. I don't even no, he's not no. He's good. He's good. Uh he's playing well. Nobody expected this. He is a great game manager. He's he's a I don't want to say great. He's a he's a he's a good game manager. Because we I feel like we use adjectives for certain players that they don't deserve the adjectives. So I I gotta I gotta start uh being more detailed on who I who I call certain things and things like that. Because I'm gonna understand categories and it's still levels. So he's a good game manager, Cooper Rush. Not a great. So, you know, he's done he's done a good job so far, managed the game. And I think Dak could come in there and do the same thing if they run the football like that. If they run the football like that and the defense plays the way they play, they should be good. Oh yeah. They should be good. But I understand momentum is a thing. He's been in there. They've won four in a row since he's been the quarterback, so I get it. If they want to keep, if they want to stay with Rush, go ahead. If Dak is not a hundred percent, keep just put, just keep Rush. That's it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept Rush until they lost, or Dak said, "Listen, I'm a hundred percent. Like, what the hell are we doing right now? Like, because he's obviously like like the whole thing of oh, he's going to lose his job. No, he's not. Like." They're paying Dak way too much money for this man to lose his job. So you don't really got to worry about all that. But if he was out there throwing for like 350 yards, th- four touchdowns, I'd be like, yo, yeah, Dak might lose his job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, exactly. bro, he might lose his job. Well, he might lose his job. But he's not doing that. He's throwing for like 210. Like you telling me that can't throw for two hundred and ten yards? Oh no, absolutely. And he's not making the mistakes like in that. Like as a backup, of course, that's the thing that you really want to do. You just don't want to make the mistake to lose the game. Um. So listen, Dak's going to come back. He'll he'll play. Probably, I would say this is probably Rush's last week because I think the initial diagnosis was like six to eight weeks, and then of course Jerry had to come out and say, "Oh no, he's coming back in four. And well, obviously he's not back yet. So. Um, you, you kind of just end up see you see what happens, but they're playing well right now. I mean, and like I think, uh, listen, you obviously you got to give a lot of credit to the defense because I think that's what's truly carried them through this. Like like we've said, I don't think Cooper rushes out here, you know, throwing for three fifty four touchdowns, you know, doing anything crazy on offense that they're blowing people out or they're winning shootouts. Like I don't think if they got into a shootout with you know say the Bills or the Chiefs, they could do that because I don't think they could put up the offense to do that. But uh, to me, they run you, the football. Yeah, they run the they football. Really don't, they don't. I mean, the way they can run the football and, and take the take the take the and their defense is perfect. Because if you're going up against a passing offense, 
they have a great front front line that gets to the quarterback. So you're playing right to their hands. So even though, so even if they don't have that elite offense that you're talking about, when they go up against a like a, a great quarterback, they have the defense to offset that. Oh no, because absolutely. That's what I'm great, saying. But I'm saying if they ever great. had to get into a shootout, like the defense has a has an off night, like that's not say, say that say. Yeah, so right. Sure, that could happen. They could have an off night for definitely. But say if they're stopping the run. So now this good this you know, this great quarterback, he's dropping back forty five times with against that Cowboys defense. I mean, I guess uh, it also gonna, depends on who gonna, it is. They're gonna get they're gonna get to him at least seven times. Well, it depends on who it is too, because if you have, you know, Josh or you know, Mahomes, obviously, Lamar, like they can escape. If you have a, that's why, that's why somebody like, that's why somebody like Stafford is dead in a game like that. Like he can't get out of the way. He's a statue. Now they have gone against, they have gone against stationary guys, but I don't think, I mean, we're about, they're about to go up against a running quarterback next week. So we're about to find out. One of the yeah. best, one of the best dual threat quarterbacks we may have ever seen next to Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So yeah, good um, win, good win by the Cowboys and the Rams. Rams they got things to figure out. They got Ooh. some things to figure out. Patriots, Lions at Foxborough. I picked us when I picked us. It was reluctant. You know, the Lions they had the number one offense in the NFL uh, going into this game. They were putting up points. They were going crazy. I was like, I, I said, I like the way I, our defense had played in certain moments last week against the Packers. They came out there and played well. It was supposed to be the number one defense, right? I mean, number one offense, right? So they shut them out. Thirty-five what, points a game, I believe. So we just, I just, I just go by what my 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 brother Connie and the stats he gives us, and we just we just rock from there. So you had the number one offense, you couldn't get one point, three points, a touchdown, zero. So this was a good win. It's a, it's a good win by the Patriots. I'm, am I like overly hyped? No, uh, I'm not. They play the Browns next week against a team that I just talked about them folding games. So it's like if they win that game, then I'd be like, oh, okay, let's see. But Jack, whoo! <laughs> There's that CJ reaction I know. That boy is special, bro. He's special. President Jack. Yes, sir. Duggar, Judon, Judon, sacking every single game. First player in first player in Patriots history to do that. Special, special player. Great, great acquisition. One of the only really good ones that Bill's done. The only good one. Uh, but no, President. Yeah, Jack, Jack Jones. Yes, sir. Uh, you know we gotta love him for four years because you know he's gonna leave, but uh, <laughs> to go get money. But listen, I'm gonna enjoy these four years of Jack Jones. And he's he's a guy. He's a guy. He's a guy that could definitely you you have an ability to get interceptions and, and to catch the football. Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. That's how JC Jackson got his bread. Like so, I mean, he he's he's a talented guy. And um, you know, I I was watching his highlight tape at Arizona State when we had picked him up. I was like, yeah, he's gonna be good, and he's he's making an impact now already. His rookie season, it's great to see. Yeah, the the defense the defense was great. The defense was great. Jonathan Jones got in there. I believe he got an interception as well. We uh, it's a good like I said, it's a good win. Uh, Bailey, 
Is that Bailey Zappi? <laughs> I mean, listen, I, you know, to me, he's, he's – I said this last week. He's kind of short. He's kind of like, you know, 5'11", five, five probably, six foot. He's not the tallest guy. But he did a good job of managing the game. I was listening a little bit to what Belichick was saying. Talking to, you know, kind of his, like, like fake radio show, like a fake interview every single week with, with the radio station. I would and hate to be a reporter in New England. No, nah, I mean, some, nah, sometimes, like, he still give – he give a good good conversation. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. What happened out there? We won the game. Nah, he'll, I, he, nah he, he gives to the New England media. Like their homegrown Patriots type, you know, station. He's gonna give solid. He gives solid content. You go on their page and watch like every week. He does his interview with this guy, and they review the game. He gives he gives quality content for for, for the media. You just you just gotta you gotta be a, you, gotta you gotta be you gotta be a different cat. You gotta be a different cat to get in his circle. I'm trying to get there one day. That's gonna be crazy. Imagine it's a legendary circle to be in. But they did a great, they did a great job on Sunday. And I got Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi's cool. Bailey Zappi's cool. Again, it's like it's the same thing with Rush. Like it's just I'm not getting too worked up about it. But he's a rookie and he's playing well. He made some solid throws. They ran the football. Ramondre. Mm-hmm. Ramondre Stevenson had some really big runs. Damian Harris coming in there, Jacoby Myers back into the lineup. Actually saw Hunter Henry get some catches. I was shocked I, finally. I, I thought something happened. I thought, you know, the world is ending or Yeah. So like I said, I still have I still have a bunch a bunch of questions for that franchise for that team, but good win. Yeah, it is a good win. Like you said, obviously defense kept him to a good old goose egg that he'll never um you know, say no to that. Uh, only thing, and listen, I'm listen. It's a twenty nine nothing win. Happy that they win. Whatever. Only concerning thing, and like you said, it is with Bailey Zappi. So I, I guess I shouldn't really expect anything to be honest. Um, but as I said, this is the best offense in the league. This is also the worst defense in the league because I actually I think I was wrong. I think the offense scores thirty two a game, and the defense gives up thirty five a game. So this is a defense that gives up 35 points a game, and we scored one offensive touchdown. Like, it was a lot of field goals. It was the fumble six. And, obvi- like, listen, I'm not trying to damper in a 29 nothing win. Like, it's obviously great. But one offensive touchdown versus the worst defense in the league. I, and, listen, I know. I know. It is the third-string quarterback. But still, I would expect a little more something there. But, listen, Harris is going to be out probably for a few weeks, so you go all in on Ramondre. I think he'll be all right. Uh, that means Pierre Strong is probably going to get some touches, obviously, because they got to get somebody behind Ramondre. Um, Myers looked good in this game. I think he had, like, seven catches, uh, like 110 yards. He had the touchdown, I believe. Uh, Hunter Henry, like you said, it's good to actually see that he's on the field this season. Didn't even know that he was before. Um, and then Jack Jones, yeah, it's, it's another one of those people that, Listen, I said it all along going into the season. I don't even know who a single person is for our corners. Well, it looks like Jack Jones is the person that everybody's going to learn about. (laughs) This happens all the time. We've seen it. I mean, it was Malcolm Butler. It was, uh, I mean, Kyle Arrington was there for a little bit. Kyle Arrington, 
it was yeah, it's all these Ellis Hobbs. All these yeah. weird people that you just don't really think Jason, of, and all of a sudden Jason they become Jackson. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's it's a good it's a good win. I would obviously want to see more uh, from the offense, and I think that'll happen when Mac is back. Now, the only problem with Mac is, listen, brother, I'm gonna need you to stop throwing uh, red zone interceptions or you know throwing deep balls that turn into interceptions. That's the thing that I don't understand. Like. Has Devontae Parker really ever been a deep ball guy? Like, I could have swore that he was always like a speed guy in Miami a little bit. And yeah, like, no, nah, he, nah, he wasn't really brought that up. He was kind of brought that to be like a big third down target. Yeah, but like, they red, always red zone balls to him. And I don't understand. Red zone target. Yeah, like, he's supposed to be a red zone target. Third down. Uh, you know, he just back shoulder fades, comebacks. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I want to see more. Right on the I think that'll happen when when Mac comes back. So until then, you keep the ship afloat. I mean, hey, what what we start last year? One and three or one and four? Still ended up making the playoffs. So yeah, it's different. I can't. Uh, it's tough. You know, I, I sometimes, like I said, I sometimes get caught up and play that. You know, that NFL math, but it's different. It's different. You know how it's I different I, had seven, I had a seven and ten. So yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, so I, I think we're leaning much towards that still. Like I said, it's a good win, but it's not a. I'm not overly impressed, and I wouldn't be overly impressed next week either, because uh, the Browns aren't good. Yeah. All they, right, we got the Falcons. The Patriots should stop the run, and then force Jacoby to to throw the ball Jacoby. and see what happens after that. But continue, right. my bad. Exactly. We got the we got the Falcons and the Buccaneers. Buccaneers had a big lead, and then the Falcons kind of came back a little bit, and the Falcons had an opportunity to come back, and and then we see the uh, we saw Grady Jarrett, a guy that had I believe three sacks in that Super Bowl Super Bowl. I thought uh, it was more few, than that. Uh, a few years ago, had three sacks, and that was on on the route to winning Super Bowl MVP. Uh, he comes in there in this game, gets the sack on Brady. On a third down. On a third down, they were going to get the ball back, and they call roughing the passer <laughs> on Grady Jerry. They keep the drive going. GG's. Um, yeah. Yeah, bad call by the refs. I don't know what these refs are thinking. I don't know what they're doing. Tua. Yeah, you know, definitely. It's, it's, obviously. The, it's the overreaction. Yeah, but that wasn't even a. It wasn't even that crazy. Uh, I know, but it's the overreaction. You know that they're going to go hard on this because of what happens. It's just like it's just like the Saints game when they had the pass interference. Then all of a sudden, next season, pass interference is reviewable, and then it didn't work, so they took it out of the game. They're going to do it for a little bit to make everybody happy and make it seem like they actually give a shit about people. Yeah, but, and then but, and then and, they'll revert back to it. Now, I get what you're saying, but also. In response to that, for a defense, it's like, what do you want them to do? Oh, no, no, no. no I told it. Yeah. The, the de- Listen, at some point, just put flags on the on the quarterbacks. Just li- put flags no, on the quarterbacks. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm overreacting here. You know, it's a little. Yeah, I, I think I heard somebody. I think I heard somebody like say that too. Um, and I was just like, that. that's just like. No, it, it's, a, it's uh, that's me. Yeah, 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 I know it's hyperbole. Yeah, I know it's hyperbole, but, but I was like, just like. But like exactly, exactly what you said. Like, what do you, what is a, a defender supposed to do? 
Like here's like my Chris thing. He, Chris Jones. Like, are you kidding me? Like, no, the Chris Jones one. The Chris. See, here's my thing. The Chris Jones one is worse because because the only thing that I can think of for the for the Falcon one is the fact that they did like the alligator roll thing. So he and like that that was more like Tua's Tua's where he got like snapped that way. Still, and listen, I'm not defending it. It is a awful penalty, but in my head. I can yeah. only justify that one yes. that way. The Chris Jones one, you like, what is he supposed to do? Vanish? What is, you want him to pull a Houdini or something? Yeah, that's yeah. I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying, right? That's a great point. I, I felt the same way when I saw the Brady one. Like when he got tossed, I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, kinda, like that's 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 still, the oh my right. gosh, Tua. He he hit his head that way. I have to throw this flag now because what if Brady hit his head that way? Like that's exactly yeah. What that was. Nah, listen. The Chris Jones one is is he tackled him. Strip sack the ball, Great and then and then they Great throw play. the flag because they he no, landed on him. Like, what did no. you want him to do? Disappear or do a push up? Like, how much focus you have to have to do that? To to, to get get the strip sack, keep the ball, protect the ball, and then land not on, on the, the quarterback. quarterback. And then as you're going down, still keep security of the football so you won't fumble it or lose it. What? It's and then mind you, you're mind you, you're going at like. 20 miles per hour going in front of an offensive lineman getting to the quarterback then you gotta you go you gotta go fast and then you gotta slow down and then get every and then your mind is just slow down and you get it's impossible get it is literally impossible cj it I is mean, not make that those guys are making it possible because look how they're getting to the qb but again no, I mean, bad... but it's impo- i'm saying it's impossible for them to not draw flags apparently like oh yeah, yeah you can do flags... everything correct because I, I was listening to um i was listening to mcafee today and they had aaron Rodgers on and he right. was like, they are put in a, an impossible situation. He's like, because you got to think about it. They're not allowed to tackle out their legs anymore. And like half of the time when that flag is called, I feel like it's because the offensive lineman pushed them and then they were falling and they land at the quarterback's feet. Like I landed, bro. It's gravity. How was that a flag? And then you can't, you know, you can't twist and roll them because then all of a sudden they might, that's roughing the passion because you, you brought them to the ground too hard. Okay. Then you can't land on top of them because now you're using unnecessary force to, to you know, land on top of them, all your body weight. What do you want me to do? Like, am I supposed to go up to him, hug him, and then look at the referee and say, is the play dead? Like that, that is literally what they want them to do at this point. It's, it's awful. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, they got to figure that out. Or, I mean, again, it's like you if you call the play, somebody from the office or that, that watches overseas all the games at their high, high, highly paid facility of uh, trained officials, former officials, watching every single game as things are being called right away, getting the call to say certain things, be like, listen, that's not a rough in the passer call. Be like, yo. There's so no, what do you no think play. about making it a reviewable play? It's already a reviewable play. No, 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 like a challenge flag. You can't challenge roughing the passer right now. Yeah, but it's like I feel like there's no need to do that. I don't like I, those plays are not even controversial. I know, but maybe if you those challenge are, those, it, you those, those tackles, those tackles, those, those tackles, I've seen much worse I on mean, quarterbacks. Of course. So for like those tackles are, those tackles are were pretty much like routine, regular tackles that happens in the NFL. No, and I, I agree. And I understand. I understand. Like you said, I get it. They did it because what's going on with what happened with Tua, but they caused that. That's their fault. The thing what happened with Tua. 
you know, the Miami, the Dolphins in the NFL. That, that was their fault due to the negligence. The NFL, they saw that as well. They saw him get hurt against Buffalo. They could have stepped in and been like, yo, don't play him. Look, he looks like he's concussed. They could have did that. They didn't do that. So they have nobody to blame but themselves. That doesn't mean you jeopardize somebody, another team and someone else's bottom line in terms of winning and losing from another game, another player, player that had nothing to do with that game and jeopardize their, their likelihood of winning because of something that y'all messed up on. And now you want to throw flags on that. I feel yeah. like that's why. I feel like that's 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 corny. It's it's incredible. It is it's unbelievable. But yeah, but the, for the Buccaneers, Leonard Fournette was able to run the football, do a good job, run the football, catch the football, the offense, Godwin, Evans, those guys are you know back now, so they're mm-hmm. gonna start to get to a rhythm. But the offense, Leonard Fournette is doing everything for them. Running the football, catching the football. He's he's down, he's down every down. He's a great he's a great running back. He's developed a really good chemistry with Brady. He was a highlight machine in this game. Yeah. Drake, and uh, then lastly for the Falcons, before we get before we go to the Bears and the Vikings, Drake London. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good player. Oh yeah. As soon as they get, a get Ridley back. When I mean, they get a quarterback with Ridley Pitts. Well, if they Cord- actually Cordell, use Pitts. Cordell Patterson, that's a good offense right there. They think about what I just said. I said Ridley, London, Pitts, Cordell know. Patterson. Well, and I, and I will I counter with the only thing. I wish they would just figure out that Kyle Pitts was, you know, decent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't understand that. You're right. I don't get that. Like, but they he also has to get barely even too. the offensive game plan. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But all right, we got the Bears and the Vikings. The Vikings had a big lead, and then the Bears started to come back. And I was like, okay, here we go. And what happens? At the end, it was tough. Tough loss for the Bears. He make, he tries to make a juke move and and gets stripped, I believe, right? Um, As they're, they're, they're driving, he he was trying to go to the sideline. Yeah, you know, and he made a little juke move, tried to yep. get cute, and got ripped. GG's ball Can't game, ball game. You just take the ball, you run out of bounds, man. You're not that. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> run the ball out of bounds. Run the football out of bounds, man. You're not that dude. Just go out of bounds. I agree. Why are you doing all that? It's a, it's a minute left in the game. You don't know this mix max and juking, bro. And then for you to get ripped like that, ain't no. <laughs> Yo, there's nobody on this on this world that's ever ripping me like that in football. Ever. Nobody. Ever. Ever. For him to get ripped like that is crazy, bro. CJ said, personally, I would never take that. You have to take ever. that personal, bro. Somebody really just ripped the ball out of your hands and then and they go ran, you know, up the other side of the sideline, bro. <laughs> Nobody's ever doing that to me. Never. Never, bro. <laughs> I got to get slap in the, That's a slap in the face, bro. Like, listen, I mean, think about it. You're running, the, you're literally running the football with all your momentum and somebody just comes in there and just rips it from you. And then, like, literally, like, really take, like, like not punch it out or fumble like like that. Like, literally take it from you. Nah, never. That's never you know what that reminds me, me of? You know what it reminds me of? 
You remember that Thursday night game, Patriots-Falcons? When Matt Ryan threw a jump ball to Julio against Malcolm Butler, and Julio, it was in Malcolm Butler's hands in the air, and Julio just ripped it out of his hands for the touchdown. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah, that was a Monday, Monday night, right? I, was a th- I think it was a Thursday night game, and I only know that because they were wearing their color rush uniforms. Uh, okay. Um, I think I remember that, but that might have been another Julio play that I'm thinking about. But, I mean, just I, yeah. I think it was a game. I don't even think. I know. No, no. It, remember, it was Josh Gordon's first game because Josh Gordon caught a touchdown pass. Oh, okay, yeah, game, I remember against that. like three against like three cornerbacks. It was a. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that yeah. one. I remember that one. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. For me, like nobody's taking the football from me like that. That's <laughs> insane. That's insane. And for them to lose, that was that was tough. Vic wants to smoke. One v one. James, come on, bro. You know what time it is. CJ, what you what you clocking in at the forty? About a, a four three? Nah, four three. Nah. Probably like, four, eight, probably like four eight. Okay. Four four eight four seven maybe. Got some speed out here. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, just that's just crazy, bro. <laughs> when I watched it, when I watched it, and I was just like, man, if you, all you got to do is just run out of bounds. You're trying to do that juke move, and if you to get ripped like that, imagine, imagine you watching that on film the next on Monday. Sheesh, that's a bad. That's a bad. As soon as you walk in film, you're like. It's nothing. Nobody, nobody, nobody's saying anything to you. You have like you're literally just walking in there, dead silent, because you know when you go in there, they're gonna show. That's gonna be the first play that they show, and they're gonna be like, "This is where we need to run out of bounds and not do this juke move." Bad, uh, bad decision making. Bad decision. I like Fields too. They need to protect them, put a team around them. If yeah, maybe that, actually let them throw the ball. Yeah, he was he was throwing the football in this game. He was throwing the football in this game, and he was doing well. He was doing pretty well. Um, and the Vikings, yeah, listen, they win this game. I just don't trust them, bro. I mean, like they're gonna they win they win these games. They do this. This is what of they course. do. Yeah, it's they, not they a big game. These, that's why. They, yeah, they win these games two three game two three game win streak, and then like you said, when they go up a ton, they go up against the big dogs. They played found. one big game this year. It was against the Eagles. What happened? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't trust him in primetime games. It's crazy. He's just like he just folds. I've never seen anybody fold like that. Not even I don't. I can't even account to one good primetime game he's been in. I don't think he's been in one. So, listen, good win for them. This is what they're supposed to win this game. They're a better team. They're more talented. So yeah. That's what I have Justin to say Jefferson that. went crazy. Justin we Jefferson went crazy. 170 yards or something like that. 10 catches, I think it was. Elite. Elite. He's elite. We got the 49ers and the Panthers. 49ers get this W. What's your thoughts on this on this game, man? That Baker injures his ankle. Obviously, this is, you know, this was the, the last game of Matt Rule's NFL coaching career. Um it, and, just terrible. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's 37-15, like, congrats, the 49ers win, whatever. Like, this is one of those games, like, you should win 37-15. Like, the, the Panthers are bad. Like, and I don't even know if it's I – I honestly don't even think it's the roster. Because, like, you look at it, like, there's people 
on playoff teams that want their players. CMC, DJ Moore, Jeremy Chin is a dog. Ryan Burns, very good. Like, they have players on that team on both sides of the foot. J.C. Horn, they just drafted. He's been pretty solid. Like, they have people on both sides of the ball that are good. I, I just think it was that coaching staff is, was awful. I mean, I still don't think it's very good. I mean, I, you still got McAdoo calm plays for you. Um, but, yeah, it's a game you should win. The 49ers dominated. They ran the ball well. Obviously, what else are you going to do? That's what they do. And, you know, Jimmy G threw, you know, a couple passes here and there, threw some touchdowns. Listen, <laughs> it's the Panthers. And the 49ers with Jimmy G, we know what they can be. Like, they can be, you know, uh, uh, they can win the division. Hell, with the way the Rams are playing, they're at least a playoff team. We know that. We've seen it the past couple years with Jimmy. So, you know, I don't think it's anything that should shock anybody. And, um, you know, the Matt Rule era is over. It went out with a absolute flame of garbage. <laughs> and uh, now you see what the next era brings on. You know, you go into free agency. You, you go through the draft. You try and find yourself a quarterback. You're, 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 I mean, they're going to have a top five pick. It just, it just depends on what pick it is and what you're going to do. Everybody, I, I listen. I've talked to Josh. He wants a quarterback as bad as anybody, but he keeps saying if they have the number one pick, they go. They should draft Will Anderson. Um, really? That's uh, that's straight from his mouth, not mine. No way. Um, no way. No way. Um, and then, come on, you know, obviously, quarterback is there. You going with Will Anderson? I right, listen. Don't you need a quarterback? Can't, can't, can't agree with you, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just a game that the 49ers should win, and uh, good for them. I agree with with pretty much everything you said. It's sad for the Panthers. They do have some good players, like you said. 49ers did their job. They ran the football well. IU played well. Debo, they're going to run the football. And they're developing some some good chemistry. Again, to rhythm right now. Had a good win against the Rams. Another good win, another win, really uh, decisive win against the Panthers on Sunday. Good job, good job. This is what they do. But for me, you know, I'm not impressed by them in the regular season anymore. I want to yeah. see what they do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And when they get to the playoffs, that's when we see Jimmy Garoppolo numbers, and he comes back to life. Uh, his playoff numbers are not good. They're not good from a passing perspective in every single category, you name it. So, yeah, they can, they're going to win these games in the regular season, but come playoff time, he's going to have to make those throws. And will he, will he be able to do that? Will determine how far this team goes. Simple as that, because everything else is there. Bengals and the Ravens Sunday Night Football. This was a close game. I thought the, I thought this game would have some more points. Oh, absolutely did. Uh, I think Lamar Lamar left left two really easy passes out there. He should have, he should have got down there, but they won to Duvernay. I forgot who the other one was too. Um, I think another somebody, someone else. Yeah, I don't remember. A younger a younger guy. Why don't? But, but he got the opportunity to to move down the field and get the game winning field goal drive, and. And Justin Tucker, they decided to, you know, let's let's actually use Tucker this time. Wow, shocking! And, what a development. Would have never guessed, CJ. And they, and they got the and they got the W, 
Bengals offense was looking flat. I think the Bengals, I think the Ravens defense wanted to come out and play better. It's the original game. You don't want to come out and, and get splashed uh, 40 piece against your divisional rival. They did that to them already last year. I'm sure those Twice, guys, I believe. those guys remember that. And a lot of those guys honestly weren't there because the Ravens were so hurt last year. So a lot of the guys that they have now were not there last. last so they have some, some fresh bodies and, and it's just, a, it's just a different scenario. Now that different personnel is in the lineup. So big win. Big win for the Ravens. I think it was a big win for them to get one at home in front of that home crowd after that home they crowd. Have, they had lost five in a row at home. Insane. Insane. <laughs> and then especially in front of that home crowd where that home crowd got has been like hoodwinked, you know, it's for two games in a row. You had your team beat up. Yeah. Up, astray. up 17 plus in both games. And then, you know, you don't get the victory at the end of the day when you go home as a fan. That's a t- that's a tough drive home, man. Say say you're like say you're like three hours from the from there like that's a tough ride home. You get that dub going back to the crib, it's like yeah. But when you get a loss like that, like man, we were up <laughs> twenty one in the fourth. What? What did I just watch? But again, they don't have they they're not a perfect team by any means, and but they got this W against the Bengals and a much needed win in the division against the only team that's going to arrival them for that divisional title until Deshaun gets there, until Deshaun gets to Cleveland. And then I think, and I think the Browns will be uh, a contender for that division. I agree with you. And the only, honestly, everything you said, the only thing I'll, I'll kind of add here is <clears throat> I think this was a really big win for the Ravens also because, like, you had been terrible in the second half of games. And, like, you finally – I was scared. I was scared. Exactly. Like you finally had a lead. Like yeah. you were like, supposed what, to win zip, this game. Zip, right? Yeah, I believe so, or something like that. And then, like, oh god, here we go again. And like, when you get those "here we go again" thoughts in your head, it really like, like it messes with you a little bit. I mean, like even personally, like you get those in your head, and it's like, oh, damn, like really, like, this is gonna happen again. And they took those, and I'm like, oh, not this time. We got, we got it this time. And you know they go down, they they get the win, and uh, good on them. You know this was, I think this was, in a weird way, I think the win meant more for the Ravens than it did for the Bengals, just because at least if you're the Bengals, you can say, listen, we lost to a division rival in their own building, we can get them back, you know, when we play in ours. But for the Ravens, it's like, bro, we're gonna lose another home game to another division rival, and we're gonna blow a lead again. Like you can't keep doing that. So the fact that they they got this one and, and Lamar led to come back, like I think that's much bigger for their psyche than than it would have been for the for the uh, Bengals that they had to win this one. No doubt about it, no doubt about it, brother. I agree with everything you said. I'm 100. percent That's the you make me blush. You're gonna make me blush. That's, right that's the exact reason why this rate this win means more to the Ravens for all those reasons. You, all those reasons you just laid out. Uh, and yeah, and then the Bengals exactly. They could get it back at home, at home again, and try to split it, and still have opportunity to win the division because they they still create their own destiny every Sunday. Uh, Monday Night Football, Raiders Chiefs. Josh McDaniels, brother, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? 
that's why man. that's why it's tough to put bread on the on games, bro. Because because coaches like that, bro. Just I, take the PAT. I don't understand. Take the PAT. Yeah, that was, that I, that catch by Devontae Adams was sensational. I thought he was in leaning on leaning on him, like to to out, like in the in traffic, like the way he caught that was crazy, bro. That throw from Carlo is one of the like more it, beautiful things I've was, ever it was seen. A good, in my it was life. a good throw. It was in stride. It was, he just in stride. It. That might have been the most perfect spiral I've ever seen, nah, and it landed it right just, in his hands. It, like, it I don't just, think he had to move his hands. It was perfect. It was perfect. But then he he drops it. I thought he had it at first, but he had that little tap after he caught it. Like when he first had it, he had both feet in. But yeah, he, had the tap he bobbled. He, he bobbled it. I don't know why he did that. That's why they tell you just catch and tuck, man. And it's weird seeing it's it from Adams. Like, don't you feel like he catches everything with two feet in? Like, I feel like yeah, he's never the one that makes that mistake. That's a fact. That's a fact. But also, uh, they, it should be third. It should have been 30-30. They should have been trying to win. The, oh, I mean, yeah. they went to win. They went to win the game. They tried to go win the game, but it should have been 30-30, bro, easily. Right. And you could you be in your oh you're in overtime right now. Okay, say Adams. Okay, Adams drops it. Okay, we're in OT. I tweeted it. it. I tweeted it. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean analytics. There's no there's no analytics you could show me that that could convince me that that's not a terrible decision by a head coach. Because here's my thing, CJ. There's none. There's none. There's no analytics at all. Nothing you can show me. I, I And I said it earlier in the show. If there's 15 seconds left and you want to be aggressive to win the game, I understand it more. I still wouldn't have, I still wouldn't have agreed with it. I still think you just take the points, try and go into overtime, like, you know, do whatever. Yeah. There was four minutes and 37 seconds left. And his reasoning was, oh, you know, we needed momentum. They had gone down their last, like, previous four drives and scored. Oh, so all of a sudden, because you took the lead, that's going to make your defense, you know, get make a stop. And also, since they are winning now. And I'm getting a stop, too. Since they're winning now, though, CJ, that means you, you've you given them fourth down. Because they have to go and score. If it's tied, maybe you get them to a to a third and one at the 50. And listen, knowing Andy Reid and, and, and Pat, they're going for it anyway. But like maybe they actually punt it instead because they don't want to give you the ball at the 50. If it's tied, they could do that. But if it's fourth and one and they're down one, guess what? Now they have to go for it. So your defense has to play four downs instead of the three downs that they were playing before. And you had just complained that they couldn't get a stop. Like it made no sense. Like it only makes sense if there's no time left on the clock for Mahomes to come back. With four minutes and he came back with what fifteen seconds against the Bills? <laughs> what you think he can't do in four minutes now? I need whatever he's smoking in Vegas. Playing scared, not playing to win. Uh, Play scared. It's the weird one of the say, weirdest say, decisions I've ever and seen. Then, and then the response to that, he played scared. How's he scared if he's going for two? He said it. He said, "Pass Mahomes offense." They were driving the field. You know, we had to be aggressive. I'm like, okay, I'm okay, but like, what's tying the football? What's tying the football game though? Okay, you're up one. Wow. Yeah. You're not up okay. three. Like you're up one. Like yeah, you're still up in possession. Like you still have to kick a field goal. And the way these kickers have been missing recently, nothing, nothing's guaranteed. 
Nothing's guaranteed. And but they still had opportunity to win the game. To then win the game, the Raiders, at least they're they're scoring more. They, I I, I want to see them develop that chemistry uh, throughout the entire game and not just in spurts, one halves and and a half. They need to do it for the entire game. Mm-hmm. Josh, they need to continue to run the football and give the ball to Josh Jacobs. Special. Yeah, he's a dog. He's a beast. He's a dog. Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns. That's an amazing. He's a season second greatest tight end of all time. Easily, no doubt, no discussion, no debate, no 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 debate on my side. I mean, I mean, listen, I mean, Tony Gonzalez. Okay, third, 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 third best tight end. Travis Kelsey's the third best tight end of all time, no doubt. Listen, I'm not mad at two either. No, nah, Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez stats is crazy, and that's and this is without. Imagine, imagine Tony Gonzalez had Patrick Mahomes. He had Trent Green, and you know, yeah, Stafford. Yeah, like, for can't like blame him for can't blame him for the circumstances, though. What you mean? Like, you, you can't blame Kelsey for having. Oh, oh no, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, look, but look what Tony Gonzalez did. He still. Oh got, no, I, I know, he still I know got better mean. numbers. He still got better numbers without the quarterback. He got, that he got wide. He's long his, ass his, time. His numbers, he play 15, 18 years, something. Yeah, yeah, seventeen something like that. His numbers are up there with with Jerry Rice. Oh yeah, he's a, he was unbelievable. So yeah, I mean, and again, this is without him having an elite quarter. Like, I mean, yeah, Matt Ryan, Ryan was good, was really good for a good time. But so yeah, I would still say I still think Gronk is number one. I agree. Um, so I got Gronk, Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey, but Travis Kelsey is one of the greatest uh, tight ends I've ever seen. No doubt. Not getting any arguments from me. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Patrick, we'll Patrick Mahomes. Who, who's your Who's your MVP right now? Quarter Quarterly Quarterly awards. Let's do quarter Quarterly awards. First quarterly quarter awards. Round. Okay. Yeah. First quarter awards. Man, MVP is tough. Um. I guess I haven't really looked at everybody's stats. Mm. But I know that I picked Josh from the beginning, and he's played well the entire season so far, so I'll just stick with it. But it's a lazy answer for the only f- simple fact that I, I can't remember everybody's numbers in my head right now. Um, right. Oh, look at this. We got Vince, Jalen Hurts. I almost picked Jalen Hurts to not be born. Vince, was good, brother? Appreciate you stopping by, man. Check out my guy Vince's podcast as well. Uh, yeah. 265, 265 Media Football Show. Appreciate you, bro, for stopping by, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll stick with Josh. Why not? Right now, I got Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, he's been pretty much yeah. my pick since the beginning of the season, and I think Jalen Hurts is right there. They're five and zero. Oh. You you have to consider <laughs> you have to consider him as the MVP candidate. And Saquon, I think those are the four. And Josh Allen, those are the top five. Zach, Zach for being the ball, ball so running off the field. Nah, nah, he's good. He's good. This guy's crazy. Coach of the year, I think Nick Brian Sirianni. Uh, I was gonna say Nick Sirianni. I uh, don't. All right, I'm not mad. They both. They both. Yeah, they both definitely. I just. Best. I just can't believe. Right, right I just cannot believe how much better they are. Like, listen. Like they played. Okay, so Rogers the best quarterback they played so far. Oh no no! I, I think he's gonna crash and burn a little bit, but 
the fact that like I know that they actually have a head coach right now is very reassuring. Yeah, it's good. It's good they have a head coach and it's good Saquon is healthy, and it's good yeah. they have a good defense. Like those things they have, they just need wide receivers, and hopefully, we'll see what Daniel Jones is. But again, they need wide receivers though. They need talent. So them trying to get Odell would be good, but does Odell want to go to it? I mean, they're winning without him, so it's not like yeah. they need. It's not like it's not like they need him to carry. So. He could come back. I think that'd be a good story. He did Saquon. visit them apparently. Him, him and Sa- him and Saquon, um, have our, our best friends. That'd be a great connection. I think it'll help Daniel Jones, and hopefully he be, he he gets better if if a guy like Odell is there. But I just think right now, uh, for, for the Chiefs per se. There, you got to put Patrick. I think I'll say pass. It's Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Yeah, and Josh Allen. Yeah, those are the MVP candidates. Coach of the year. Yeah, Sir, Sir, Nick Sirianni and Dayball. Comeback player of the year. I'll give you Saquon. Comeback player of the year. Definitely going to Saquon. No doubt about it. Offensive player of the year right now for the first quarter awards. I might have to go a cup again. Like, I know he gets 95 targets, but, like, that's not my fault. I'm going to probably say Nick Chubb. Mm. I'm going to go Chubb or Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah, Chubb or Jefferson right now for offensive defensive player of the year. Man. I'm going to say Mike. I'm going to go Micah. I'm gonna go Michael Pryor. I mean, listen, my guy Judon. I was about five, to say I'm gonna be a homer and pick Judon. Why five not? Sacks, five sacks in five games. It's pretty. It's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, that's that's the that's the awards. Um, and that's and that's week five as well. We can go on to week six, make our picks. Let's do it. Bam, got you right got, there, boss. You got the screen up. Let's oh, get it. Come on, brother. You know I got you. Started off on Thursday night football, a snooze fest. Um, commanders, and, commanders and the Bears. To me, I'm, I'm, this just feels like one of those games that the Commanders win for no reason. So I'm going to pick them. I'm going to go with the Bears. I like what the Bears, how the Bears played against the Vikings on Sunday. Uh, I think if they keep that type of momentum up, uh, on Thursday, they should they should win that game in front of their home crowd. 49ers and the Falcons. I got the 49ers. Uh 49ers at the Falcons. Pretty simple for me. Falcons are better than I thought they would. Don't get me. I I, I thought they were gonna win like three games total. I mean, they're two and three right now. So listen, maybe they fall off a cliff and never win again, but you know, probably not gonna happen. But I'll still pick the 49ers. Patriots Browns going with my guys. I agree. All right, we got Jets and the Packers. I think this is going to be a, a, you know, it could be an exciting type game, but it's in Lambo. It's 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 in Lambo. I think they they need to get back to running the football, giving it to Aaron Jones, giving it to AJ Dillon more. I'm gonna go with Green Bay. I agree, and I agree with the Aaron Jones thing. I got a lot of people on bye weeks this week, Aaron. I'm gonna need you to pull up. I need a nice three touchdown game, Aaron Jones. All right, let's let's go. <laughs> Let's win me a fantasy matchup. Colts and the Jags. Oh, this is snooze fest. <laughs> it's um, in Indy, which is why I'll Indy. pick the Colts. Because the, we know they can't win in Jacksonville. 
Man, I really don't want to pick a team. That's how bad, that's how, you know, mediocre these teams are. My upset of the week is Jets over the Packers. Mm, okay, okay. We're going that's going to make Vic very happy. Gang Green over Green Bay. Okay, we've got some, we've got some Jet love in the chat. Shout out to y'all. Jaguars and the Colts. I'm gonna go with the Colts, like he's it's it's at Lucas Oil. They so got they have they have to get a win over this team. It's so crazy how they can't beat Jacksonville of all teams. Uh, Vikings and the Dolphins. I'm gonna go Minnesota because I don't know the status of Teddy Bridgewater. So yeah, I'm not gonna even like touch the. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't know if two. I don't. Two of might even be a possibility to play. But no, I doubt it. I doubt it. He's gonna miss like a month, bro. I don't know. I saw. I saw scrolling on the bottom of ESPN. There was a chance, a low chance, but a chance is a chance. But yeah, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going with the Vikings because I have no idea. So why would I pick the Dolphins? Right. Bengals and the Saints. Give me, give me, uh, you know, Andy Dalton going up against his former team. I like the Bengals. It's going to be a good game. Saints. Saints play good defense here and there. They didn't play good defense against the Seahawks. I think the Bengals get they uh they they score some points and they 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 get it done. Doesn't it make zero sense that the Saints don't play great defense all the time because they match up so well with the Bucks, who have everybody thinks one of the best offenses in the league and they shut them down, but they can't shut down the Seahawks. Like, how does that make any sense? The NFL is a weird place. It's because how you get up. For, it's because how you get up for games. You're yeah, you're right. You're getting up for that game against the Bucks. That's your divisional right. rival. Yeah. Seahawks, like, like come on, Seahawks. And they lost, and they almost lost. Ravens and the Giants. Woo! That's going to be Lamar's going. Lamar's pulling up to Jersey. Okay. <laughs> Might have to head out to the game, huh? Okay. Nah, I can't. I can't, man. Damn. I'm going to be watching it, though. I'm going to be watching it for sure. Lamar pulling up to Jersey. Okay. <laughs> I got the Ravens. I think this, yeah. is good. this is a good game. This is a good game, but I'm going with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm picking the Ravens as well. The Giants ain't seen nothing like him. Not even close. Not, not even close. Buccaneers and the Steelers. I got yeah. Tampa Bay. Oh, That's easy. Next. Rams, Rams and the Panthers, same thing. I'm going to go with the Rams. Seahawks and the Cardinals. Mm. Isn't it surprising that this isn't one of those games that you're just like, all right, shut up. Why are we talking about it? I'm going to go with Rashad Penny out for the year. Tough. Walker the third end, baby. Didn't Penny just have a crazy game? Pretty sure. Did he rush for like a buck 50 last week? I think he was having a good game in the game he got hurt in, too. Oh, man. Prayers up. Prayers up. I don't know. These Seahawks, these Seahawks running backs can't stay healthy. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, got, I got Arizona. You know what? Why not? Give me the Seahawks. Geno Smith, 12th man. Why not? All right. All right. This is a oh. this is primetime game oh. A. Primetime game A right here between the Bills and the Chiefs. The fact this isn't a Sunday or a Monday is disgusting. Or a Sunday night, I should say. Yeah, but I mean, Cowboys and the Eagles, it makes sense, though. But that's the best football game possibly of all time. Yeah, Last make it, year. Yeah, make it a four, that's, that's, the, that's the 425 game, right? Yeah, but it's not like I'm saying. I can't believe right. it's not a standalone. It is a standalone. It's the game on Fox, right? 
Well, yeah, but there's well, still see, Cardinal Seahawks will be. I'm saying like not a prime time standalone only game on television. Oh, oh, like 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 the night games. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the Seahawks nah. Cardinals will be on at the same time. I ain't watching it, but it'll be on. I mean, they had it. They had a lot. They had it last year. They they had the prime time. They had the Sunday night football game last year. Remember when uh, Josh Allen jumped over the dude? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had it last year, bro. Hey, but still, yeah, that, that, I was was that was against the Chiefs. Yeah, they're running it back. Yeah, they're running it back. Here we go. I'm going with and the Bills, though. I picked Josh Allen for the MVP. What, what, what makes you think I'm going to stop it now? Their blood is boiling, knowing that they couldn't get that stop. And I think that they're going to go crazy on offense like they always do. And I think Von Miller makes that difference. Good points. Good points. Wow, this is a tough game. This is the best game of the week by a mile. At Arrowhead. Revenge City. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Ain't nobody mad at that. Uh, I think their defense is good. The defense made some big stops in, in key situations last night. Uh... I think it's going to be a shootout either way. Either way it goes, it's going to be a shootout. Both offenses are really good. I just think the Chiefs just have their number, you know, kind of like the Rams and the 49ers. They just kind of just have their number. I know the Bills beat them last year in a regular season, but they just, it's, they just, they're just confident. Both teams are really confident. It's going to be a great game, but I got Kansas City. Sunday night football on NBC. We got – Cowboys and the Eagles, who you got? Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Of course. Of course. Um, I'm going to go with Philadelphia. I'm going to go with Philadelphia. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a defensive type game. Oh, yeah. This screams 17-14. Yeah, this, yeah, this could be a, a, a game like this. But the, the Eagles like to run the football, and the Cowboys like to rush the passer. So we could have a mix of two styles. And if that they start running that football successfully, Philadelphia, the way they're able to manage the clock. But they got Dallas, that's the same thing. So it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good chess match. It's going to be a nice chess match between Dan Quinn and Nick Sirianni. I'm going with Philadelphia. Broncos and the Chargers. I'm gonna go. I mean, I feel like the Broncos, just like when you talked about with the with the Ravens and the the, the Bengals, how the Ravens needed that win. The mm-hmm. Broncos need this win. Yeah, they do. Like badly. They need it. Um, I'm, gonna go the, I'm gonna go with the Broncos. See, my thing is, I know they need it. I don't think they can get it though. <laughs> I mean, they are playing some bad football. I mean, it's just. Disgusting. So uh, I'm gonna go with the Chargers here. I hopefully Keenan nah, I think Allen's the Ch- finally back, bro. Like I love seeing I think the Keenan Chargers could win it. They could win, but they always have these games where it's like they could win and they just lose, and it's tough. It's tough to watch. I don't know. I, I uh, in my in my excitement, I knocked out my. Uh, <laughs> my adapter that plugs in my camera and and uh and the uh, mic so you know tough life uh no you're good we got we got we can have new york will rise you call yourself a new yorker of course 
We got Definitely. the ugly FaceTime camera instead. <laughs> East Coast love, East Coast love, always, always, man. Yes, sir. So that was our picks for week six of the NFL season. Connie, man, uh, where can the people find you, brother? Listen, you guys know what it is. Buy now right there. Gen Z Sports, that's on Mondays at 7 Eastern. Uh, make sure you go follow that. Use promo code uh, Gen Z on Underdog Fantasy. Double your first deposit up $200. We're always doing some fun things over there. Uh, Tuesdays, you can find me here with my guy, CJ. Um, yes, make sure you go follow us on the hard count underscore on Twitter as well. Trying to get that going. You know, some tweets during the games. Got to push the content more on there, obviously. We're, we're just kind of starting it up, so we'll get things going eventually. Um, backstop banter that is Thursdays, 9 Eastern. Me and Michael are breaking down everything in the baseball world. Obviously, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and I'm not even talking about Christmas yet. It's the baseball playoffs. Um, Yankees take game one. Houston takes game one on a walk-off. Phillies take game one. Dodgers are playing right now, but they're up five to one. Uh, we haven't done a show since the wild card series has technically ended, so you got to talk about the Mets. You got to talk about the Blue Jays, all the teams that lost. So we got a lot of stuff going on over there. Um, and then just uh, Anthony Conover underscore on Twitter for my thoughts and everything else, and Anthony underscore Conover Twitter on Twitch where I put all the podcasts. And uh, gonna have to start gaming a little bit on there as well. Okay, yeah, that's Call of Duty is a problem. I'm a dog on 2K, CJ. I'm a dog. You're a dog. I hear it, bro. I hear it. I took a little break, took a little hiatus from my player every once in a while, but I'm going to get back on it soon, um, more consistently. Yes, for uh, Find me on the corner of 35th and 3rd getting a few dirty water dogs. And the Jets cap, I'm weak. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's, that's definitely real New Yorker type stuff right there. Linktree.com. Puffer jacket, yeah. Linktree.com slash James 9 You can find me. Everything that I'm working on, count the bucket, 9.30 uh, p.m. Eastern on the Unwrapped Sports YouTube channel. And, yeah, man, uh, NBA is approaching. I'm excited. Watching some preseason right now. So this is the, this is the best time of the year. And uh, we're, we're getting right into the NFL season right now. First, first month out the way, going into the second month. So. It's a, it's a great time for sports. It's a wonderful time. We got all – listen, next week, right? Cause, well, well, actually, no, wait. When does the season start, you said? For NBA, 19th. Yeah. 18th, 19th, 18th, 18th. 18th. Nick's first game is the 18th against the Grizzlies. So what, is that, is that next week or is it this, it's next week, right? 18th? Yeah. All right. All right, listen, this time next week, we'll have all four major sports playing. October – Best month, sports month of the year, a baseball playoffs, meaningful NFL games, start of the NBA season, NHL's underway, kicked off tonight. Rangers with a nice W to start the season off. What a time to be alive. What a time. It's a good, like I said, it's a good time for New York sports right now. It is. Nets, Nets, Knicks, Yankees, Mets, Rangers, Jets, Giants. Everybody's doing good. It's good to see. And you know what? The two best things out of New York. The people on your screen right now. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. Listen, everybody, it's been a pleasure bringing you another episode of The Hard Count. It's an even bigger pleasure. Always doing it with my guy, CJ. One of the best in the business, obviously. And um, listen, catch you on the next episode, all right? You have a good one. You have a good one. See you guys next.